is a little bit different. We're in Brooklyn right now at the AMPM Gallery, and I am hosting podcast interviews for some of the creatives here. And so this event, the focus is soundometry, which is the study of sound and how sound influenced creatives. So I'm here with Showtime, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I just want you to introduce yourself real quick. So I'm Showtime Leonati, you know, I'm a rapper, creative, you know, I'm mm-hmm. from Brooklyn, born and raised. Um, music is my passion, you know, it mm-hmm. moves me, it drives me, it's how mm-hmm. I get my feelings across and mm-hmm. et cetera, you know? Mm-hmm. How old are you? I'm 23. I'm about to be 24 next month, actually. Oh, Tourist season. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Not the stars and moons. Um, all right. So I guess I want to just start with, um, how long have you been rapping? I've been rapping since like 2018, maybe. I mean, I've been rapping all my life. I've been like rapping publicly since like yeah. 2018 for mm-hmm. real. How long have, I mean, not how long have you been doing it? What made you want to get into it? Uh, music's always, since I was younger, like my mom used to be a musician. She used to sing. So since oh, I was younger, real? music's always been in the household. So, you know. What kind is. of music? Like what was her, she's the R&B, She's pop? like Neo, so, you know, like mm-hmm. Joe Sky, Erica yeah, yeah, Badu, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know, so like that. So ever since then, like I took all that passion from that music. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, let me put it into my own someday or something. Yeah. Do you feel like you were you're influenced by that sound in your music, or you kind of do your own? I think I think not influenced, but I think more so like, I mean, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely influenced. Like I said, I just take that passion that I've always heard in my household, and I take it and I put it into what I do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I do want to ask you, do you rely on certain types of sounds to like get to inspire you? So mm-hmm. I guess who would be like some people that you listen to in order to be like, all right, like I need some type of creative inspiration right now. Mm. It's crazy because, like, the people that I look up to that inspire me, they don't even make the same music I do. Like, I make sure. a lot of, like, hip-hop. Yeah. I mean, I've been into drill, but, you know, like, I make chill drill. It's a little I different. Feel, what's chill know? drill? Chill drill is, like, we chilling. We not really want to crazy shit. We just okay. chilling. Get money, you know. Shit <laughs> like that. Like, <laughs> you know. But, um, nah, like, when I when I need inspiration, I listen to, like, real creatives. Like, I listen to, like, Tyler or, like, Brent okay. Fans or, like, okay. Baby Keem or, like, Kendrick. You know, people that yeah. really create. So, you know, I get a feeling of, like, all right, they did this, this, and that. So, how can I take that and make it? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question. Do you listen to, this is super random, but do you listen to, like, um West Coast rappers, too? A few. Really? I listen to, like, O3 Greedo, Draco the Ruler. Like, okay. the underground. No, like, yeah. I mean, I'm a little bit old. I'm 30. So... Yeah. You never listen to currency or anything? No, nah, I listen to currency. Like I listen to like you give me a currency Larry vibe. June. Yeah, Larry June. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. I'm in tune. I'm in tune. Nah, all right, good. Um, I wanna know so I mean obviously, do you have like um whatchamacallit? Do you have any other small businesses that you do? Or is it just music right now? Um, like are I, you producing too? Nah, I don't I, I used to, but I don't really like producing. I don't be honest. I really For don't. Why? Yeah, it's it's strenuous. Like it's a lot. Like it's a lot to look at, you know. And I'm in school too, so it's certain things I can't really do. Mm-hmm. It's my full potential yeah, right yeah. now. What are you studying in school um, right now? My major is literature writing and publishing. I want to publish like children's books when I get ready. Wow. Yeah. I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad different. <laughs> That's mad. How do you yeah. get into that? I don't even know. Like, I like writing. Like, okay. you know, so that's how I got into music, too. Because when I was younger, I used to just write a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, with the with the music influence, it's like, yeah, why not I just make a song? You know, it right. kind of started. Man. And you want to do children's books. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> crazy. <laughs> nah, children's no, books make a lot of money. No, they though. do. You know I mean? And so, honestly, they're they're easier to write. They're shorter to write. Like, instead of writing a whole 
novel, 400 exactly. pages. You write a couple you, pages and they entertain for You put for out night. a couple books, you suck. Exactly. You are set, not for real, for real. Um, what do you love most about being a creative? Um, that's a hard one because, like, it's a lot. I mean, I like being, I like being recognized. Because, like, I always used to be in the shadows. I used to like being in the shadows. So now it's fun to, like, create stuff and, you know, go out places. Like, we here right now. I'm about to perform. People are going to recognize me. So that's, you know, it's pretty fun to be recognized for something that I like to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's probably the best part about it, like, being around people. How long have you actually been performing? Like, what was your first time when you was on stage? Do you remember? <laughs> like, I think 2020, I did, like, one of my friends. He had a release party. Mm. Now, I think, yeah, actually, yeah, 2020, mm-hmm. uh, one of my friends, Dion, he had a release party for his project that he was dropping, and I was on it, mm-hmm. so I performed a couple of songs on that set. It was cool. I'm not going to, like, performing, I've always been, like, you know, mm-hmm. energetic. I've always been outside, like, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, you, <laughs> no, nah, but for real, yeah. like, it's, it's nothing, like, you know, I do get the little butterflies, like, right before, but other than that, I don't really be nervous and I, like, it's And I feel like when you're really passionate about what it is that you're doing, like, it's, like, more of an excited nervous. Exactly. You're not, like, anxious about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't look in the crowd and be frightened no more or nothing yeah, like exactly. that. Exactly. Like, How do you stay motivated and inspired? Like, you know, things get tough. As a creative, things get tough. So it's, like, how do you keep that drive going? Um... I don't know. I just kind of think about people who've already done it. Like, you know, I think mm. about, like, I'm not the only one that has problems. And I know that people who are where I want to be, yeah. they've been through it all just like me. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the fact that everybody has struggles and, you know, a story that they want to get out, that's what it keeps me, you know, because yeah. I'm like, I'm here, this people yeah. here, this people there. So. Yeah. If you could collaborate with anyone that are alive on a project, who would it be? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be honest. Probably like when I was younger, I used to listen to a lot of Chief Keef. So you know, he's one of my favorite rappers. So we could get like a little project, and yeah, that'd be fire. That could be lit. Yeah. yeah. And then I have um one more question. What's the? Oh wait, no, I can't ask that. Okay, this is like a random, <laughs> random question. But, if you could eat one food while working on a project, what would it be? That only one damn, food. Damn, chicken and waffles. It's easy. Chicken and waffles all day long too. <laughs> Um, thank you for meeting. Of thank course. you for talking with us. Thank um, you for let me. people know where they can find you. Um, all platforms, Showtime Leonardi. All platforms, um, two L's, two T's. Um, Apple Music, Spotify, even SoundCloud too. I got a few little deep cuts on there, but okay, you know, I'm everywhere. Yeah, all right. Let me when we. Oh God. I'm gonna do a little transition. Um, hold on. <laughs> okay, hi. Um, so we're here with what's your name? Eric Anthony, a.k.a. EA. Okay, and so tell the people where you're from, what you do, and how old you are. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. Uh, what do I do? I'm a DJ. I've been a uh, turntablist, scratch DJ for about eight years now, oh, wow. and um, 27. Oh, wow, nice. So how long, I mean, what made you want to get into DJing? Honestly, it was just the art of storytelling within mixtapes. And in the 90s, you have mixtapes that people were telling stories using other people's music. And so that was inspiring for me to go and tell my story or just have a good night at the club and just put a story in the club that just makes you want to be there and have fun, not mm-hmm. just drink and have bottles, but be there for the music. Yeah. You know? Do you have a, um, a specific DJ that inspires you or that you look up to? Yeah, for sure. DJ AM, Adam Goldstein. Oh, Adam. Do you know that? DJ A- um, Adam Goldstein? Yeah, DJ AM. AM? 
Really? Yeah. Um, what kind of music was he doing? Hip hop? He was doing what we do now, where you see how everything's kind of sped up and we play music pretty quickly. Yeah. He was one of the first DJs to actually influence that kind of style. And it was actually called uh, Open Format. Okay. And he just sped up the way that we play music in the clubs and he played everything. He would go into like hip hop, dance hall, rock, classic 80s. And so that wow. mesh is just so New York to me. Mm-hmm. Duke is from Philly, but it inspired me to go and want to do the same. Tell mm-hmm. a story. Use all kind of music. Yes. Not just play hip-hop. All I night. was just going to say, do you play everything? I love everything. Yeah. My main is hip-hop. I was going to say. R&B, <laughs> little Latino, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I like EDM, too. I'm down with the crowd. I but like EDM. How do you like feel about um, drill music? Cool. Drill. Drill? Yeah. I'm cool with drill. Cool with it? I like it. I like the idea that they're coming out with more messages behind the music. Yeah. And I love the energy. And I love that it's taking us... Outside of just New York. Mm-hmm. Like, UK drill is dope to me, too. Oh, yeah, because that's where it originated from, correct? Or I'm bugging. You know what? People always say it started in the UK. Nah, I don't know if it started in UK. I feel like I want to give Brooklyn, not Brooklyn, New York, because it's yeah, never it, just one. I'm no, from Brooklyn, was, so I'm kind of, right. you know? But, uh, no, it's a good question. I'll have to Google that. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people say that, like, oh, yeah, like, New York bit off of the UK sound with it. But I'm like, I feel like we've done a pretty good job with Joe. I mean, Joe's not my go-to to listen to, but I think we've done a good job with it. Um, I want to ask you, okay, do you DJ actual, like, small events? I definitely do. You could always catch me here at AMPM Gallery. I'm here on the usual. My favorite last event I did here was the uh, Puerto Rican Day Parade. We were here for two days straight and just kicking it, having fun, people doing their art, selling the art, you know, Puerto Rican Boricua art on the day of just our culture. And then in New York, so mm-hmm. hip-hop, salsa, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's the hardest part about being a DJ? The hardest part is behind the scenes is actually going through your crates and having the time to master your art before you go in front of a crowd. Once you figure out your music and your style, mm-hmm. you just tell your story. Mm-hmm. Is there a song that you're, like, tired of playing or tired of listening to right now? Or tired of getting, I guess, requests from? I can't say that there's a particular song, but I'm not a fan of this Harry Styles song I keep hearing so, so much. It's what a pop track. That? I can't think of it at the moment, Harry but it's Styles. in my head. I don't even know who that is. Do pop, I? Pop artist. I don't really listen to <laughs> What are you listening to? I'm more so into, honestly, I'm still stuck in the R&B wave of the 90s and the 2000s. Like, till this day, I'm 30, so I'm a little bit older. So I just feel like when I'm in my car, that's what I want to vibe to. That's what I want to clean to. That's what I want to, like, write to. It's just calming. I don't feel like music has ever been the same since. Not that it should be, because we're supposed to evolve and change. But that's what I like. Um, in terms of new artists... I like Ice Spice, I guess. She's cool. Nah, she's cool. <laughs> she's cool. And you know what? She's down to earth. I watched a yeah. couple of her interviews. She, she seems, seems very down to earth. She's having fun with it. Yeah. And she's being her. So again, she blew up to me because she's just her. She's genuine. just her. Just like Cardi B blew up. She was her. Well, 100%. At first, I thought I was like, all right, she's probably being a little too extra right now. This I thought she was really mad her. ratchet, but then I like kind of got to know her and her story. Mm-hmm. And again. And she's actually very intelligent. Yeah. She actually knows a lot of shit. (laughs) It takes more than just, you know what I'm saying, that pizzazz to get up into that level that she's at. So respect to Cardi, for sure. Absolutely. Do you, I mean, obviously, this is an obvious question, but I want to know how does music influence your mood and your behavior? Oh, man. If you catch me on Instagram, my IG is EricAnthony underscore. I just put how I feel that day into my music and right now for me it's like the gym consistency and just 
my music again organizing myself and my crates and my ideas yeah so it definitely like you play a great track at the gym it gets you motivated was, yes so do that next you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. set that you got when What's you go there? home yeah yeah, yeah. excuse me no, you, chill, you put a chill vibe on you yeah. put something smooth and then like when you cooking and clean you put the r&b 2000s hip-hop catch that vibe mm-hmm. also side note i love afro beats you listen to afro oh, beats I love too afro i love afro beats but what i wanted to say because you work out i love to work out too who do you listen to at the gym oh good question uh Recently, I've been really liking Tyler, the creator. Okay. Yeah, for some reason, I like his energy on uh, Call Me If You Get Lost. Mm-hmm. Dope album. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of upstate New York, Griselda. Oh, Shouts out to like perfect gym music. 90s grunge hip-hop, but it's not 90s, so don't get it twisted. 90s hip-hop it's is not, not the only boom bap. We got now boom bap, 2023, yeah. Griselda. They're amazing. Yeah. They are amazing. So I listen to that and I get my energy up. Okay, good. I'm more so into, um, I listen to, listen to a lot of, I listen to EDM when I'm at the gym. Then Bo gets me going. Uh, you feel up. me? Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah, gets yeah. me hype. And really into, like, Jada Kiss, yeah. Styles P. Like, I want to hear that, like, yeah. grungy kind of vibe. That's what's up. Um, I wanted to ask just a quick little uh, random question here. Let me see what I have here. Oh. What's the biggest... No, hold on, sorry. <laughs> What's one thing you wish more people knew about the DJing industry? Hmm, that's a good question. I wish that people would just appreciate the DJ more instead of just thinking they're like an iPod or someone who just goes there and just plays music. Find out who's playing good music, who's playing an actual set, a style, and uh, enjoy the music. And then yeah. go have a drink or a smoke and go enjoy yourself in another dimension. Absolutely. But remember where you go there for some music. Absolutely. I that's yeah, because a lot of times you'll go out with your friends and it's like, yo, let's just vibe. Like they'll be upset. Oh, it's too much Spanish music, it's too much this. And it's just like, can we just have a drink and relax? Or like you see people kinda like being rude going up to DJs, like, Can you play this? Can you play that? Can you play this? And oh, it's like Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, always the Bad Bunny, which we love Bad Bunny, but I do. I, you know, I love Bad Bunny. After a while, sure. you want a little diversity. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for speaking with me. Thank you for having me. Let people know where they can find you. Again, you can find me at uh, Instagram at Eric, that's E R I K, Anthony, A N T H O N Y underscore. All right, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm just doing like a little transition song between guys. Okay, so we are back with another interview, and I would want you to—I want you to introduce yourself, your where you're from, your age, and what you do. Hello, hi guys. My name is Mars. I'm 19 years old, and I am an artist. I make paintings, comic books, graphic design, graphic art, character art, anything that I can really think of. I'm very creative. You know what's where I'm from? Yeah. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to know how long have you been drawing arty? Like how long have you been an artist? I'm gonna have to say like since middle school. Middle I started school. Drew, I started like making art basically because I wasn't really good at like grades or like getting yeah. good grades or anything. So mm-hmm. I needed something to be able to like like grasp onto mm-hmm, like have mm-hmm. a title for myself so I wanted to be an artist so that's what I did yeah. and I made sure like I really put the effort in and I feel like I, I'm ascending now mm-hmm. do you feel like it's easy to connect with other artists I mean aside, like if you didn't have these type of like mixers and things like that no why <laughs> no <laughs> I stay at home so much I feel like most artists they do stay at home and they like to stay in quiet places and paint and draw and, like, I get that vibe that. so this is like a, 
a place where artists can come and feel comfortable. Yeah. Not just home. Right. Yeah. Because you ever did you ever have moments in school or you're in school now, right? You're in are you in college? I or? used to be not in Okay. Did you ever feel like that kind of like maybe outcast vibe or like um a little anxious, I guess, socializing with other people? Yes. Yeah. I would have to say yes. I feel like most artists cling on to that like anxious feeling and like yeah. feeling like in the background and alone because when you're an artist you like observe more. You have to like observe without being observed and like mm-hmm. figure stuff out yourself mm-hmm. so i feel like being an observer having that anxious like trait in you yeah. just not want to talk to people that makes yeah. you a good artist not gonna lie. <laughs> no it might because yeah. then you channel a lot of those emotions through your art i'm assuming yes, yes, yeah of course. um actually speaking of emotions then how do your emotions affect your art so like let's say if you're really angry or really sad or really happy what do you like what are you more inclined to do in your artwork I feel like when I'm sad more is when I want to draw more. Like when I oh, want to okay. like express my emotions. When I'm happy, I want to do something else. Like want to enjoy like my time because art is kind of like painting for me is so like quiet and like still. I like sitting with my sadness and feeling that. And the most recent piece that I have right now, mm-hmm. which is right over there, is oh, about really? sadness. It's a, a sad. Wait, piece. can you bring it over here? Of course, Anthony, bring it, it? please. It's a heartbreak. Wait, piece. we need visuals. <laughs> we need the visuals. One second, guys. Oh wow! I'll hold it. Yeah. All right, so talk to me about this piece. This is a piece defining my heartbreak, basically. Yes, yes. So basically, these are these are me. Both of these are me. This is my ascended version of myself. When I'm sad, I feel blue. So this is like a blue version of me. And then this is my, th- actually, this is my ascended self. And these tears are representing my feelings and my emotions. And I'm taking it. And this whole piece represents like almost like a cycle of creation. This is the feelings that I have, and this entire piece is what I've made with these feelings. You understand? And this is, the rocket ship represents my relationship, so it's leaving away from the piece. Oh my God. And the comments represent problems and like, you know, just... Turmoil, tri- yes, chaos. trials, tribulations <laughs> coming into my life. Oh my God. And each God. star represents a song that I made about this as well because I also make music too yeah so we're gonna talk about that first I just want to say I know this is supposed to be a sad thing but it's beautiful yes. I love it thank you I want to keep you. it right here for the rest of the interview yes I literally want to sleep with it all night like, <laughs> I can't stop looking at it every time I see it I'm like I put so much time like I told you no but you month, can tell an entire month it took me to really do this and when you time. drew this I guess did emotions come out were you crying as you were drawing there's it there's tears in this piece for Literal real tears. Like, wow I, it dropped onto the piece and I painted over it because yeah. it, it gives it like energy almost mm-hmm. definitely did that add on to why it took a month like maybe you had to be like you know what I literally couldn't even this heartbreak happened like way in the past yeah. this is when I finally like healed about it this is when I could finally like make my art yeah it. I feel like I made the songs first because songs are like it's more like emotional and it's like connected yeah. but this is like a healing piece yeah. that's probably why and, I saw people yeah this takes a lot of detail too because you're trying to like represent so many different aspects of it with the pictures so it's like figuring out okay like even the comments representing the chaos and the toxic and the ter- like like that takes time to think about um, so let's get into the music what do you what kind of music do you do what are you into I make all types of music okay do I you listen rap? to all yes oh, okay I started at rapping and then I kind of like shied into other things because I realized I like more than rap like yeah. I like rock I like indie mm-hmm. I like all types of stuff so mm-hmm. of course I'm going to make all types of stuff right, as right, well. right. Yeah. and do you sing too? No? Okay. That's I wish fine. I could. I really do wish I could sing, but mm-hmm. I feel like I try to stay on key as much as possible, but autotune really helps when you're making yes. music. So. Is there a specific... Do you play any instruments? No. No? Okay. That's fine. You don't really need to in this day and age, so you can get Once everything you online. Once equipment, you <laughs> sound good. Yeah. yeah. Are there... Um, oh, are there any specific sounds that you find distracting or soothing when you're working? 
I like music mm-hmm. or silence. I have the music or silence. I don't listen to like the sounds. I drown it out with music. Okay, yeah. got it, got it. And what kind of music would you listen to while you're working? All types of music. Everything. Rock, anything. R and B. Do you have a favorite like artist right now? Right now, my favorite artist of all time is Pierce the Veil. They are <gasps> Yeah. Stop. <laughs> They're a man. Pierce the Veil. Pierce the Veil. I really you love Pierce the Veil. You know about them? Of course I know about them. I knew about, about them since middle school. Like, I was a diehard Pierce the Veil. I'm literally dying right now. I literally had a Pierce the Veil shirt. It's gone now. Stop. My friend took it. But Oh, my God. I love Pierce the Veil so much. I'm surprised you know about them yeah. because there's an age difference here. I'm not going to tell you how old I am. I already told other people. But so for you to know about them, that's amazing. Old school, like, yeah. punk type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the old school, like, sound more than Do I like the new Do you have any other? Wait, give me some more. More? You want more? <laughs> Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna name like the falling in reverse. Okay. You know who that is? No, I don't. It's like a. Okay. Okay. You other rap other rappers. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's fine. Rap doesn't matter right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can get into the indie. Rock. I like no name. Do you know who no name is? No. No name. She's like this really cool indie rapper, but. Her rap is more like mellow and it's like kind of like okay. like kind of talking. She's talking. I'm gonna. Like, oh, okay, okay. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Like I was listening in high school. I was into like dance, Gavin dance. Did you ever hear about them? Yes. Death Cab for Cutie. Do you know what's inspired the liars. For real? No, liars? I didn't know. Please listen to that song, Dance Gavin Dance. I didn't even know who that was, but inspired the liars is so for real. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. Sorry, we're like having a moment right now. Um, <laughs> hold on. Let me get here. How? No, I don't want to ask that. Okay, so what are you currently working on? Current, like, art project or music project? Commissions. What's a lot. Of, oh, commission. Oh. Basically, people pay me to draw. To draw. To draw for them, to paint for them. And how's that been going? It's been going beautifully. Okay. Are people telling you, hey, can you draw this for me? Yeah. Or are you kind of just coming up with your own? Well, they come to me usually. The, the first commission I'm working on right now is from this, the last event, actually. But here, that's oh. where I got it from. She came okay. to me. She saw my painting. She was like... I need you to do a skateboard design for me. And I skate as well. My skateboard's over there as well. And oh, I see it. Yes. So she needed a skateboard design. And it's so crazy because, like, how certain niches, when you, like, are in art, you usually have other hobbies, like skating and, like, music. Yeah. All types of stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, you're branching out into different communities. Mm-hmm. And now I do art and things I like. Yeah. And, things I love. and also, that's just also a really good way to connect with people, too. Because people are coming to you. You're talking. Oh, you got a vibe for what they want. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So I want to ask you one more question. Is there anything so far that someone has asked you to draw that's weird weird or like different i mean we don't say weird but like just different <laughs> not typical right something out of your comfort I don't zone think so yeah no i feel like i'm pretty new since i'm 19 i'm pretty mm-hmm. new to like getting commissions i was gonna say is there something out of your comfort zone that you would want to do in terms of your art or your music yes what? out of my comfort zone for art maybe like mechanical transformers type stuff oh okay. it's like with really like architecture it's more based on like actual like math yeah it's really hard but yeah. I feel like if we practice a long enough or anything, you could do anything you want. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And how about for the music? Anything music? you want to like step out and do? Sing. I want to sing. I think you should do it. I feel like you have a really nice talking voice. I feel like your singing voice will sound like, good. I can't stay on key because I'm not like a professional singer. I don't feel like I have like you know the talent when yeah. you're like naturally born with a beautiful like singing voice. Yeah, but I know that you can warm up. Like there's classes, there's like coaches that help with that. And also, if you really think about a lot of the artists out here who are singing. They're not really killing the game either. <laughs> so. 
it's like it's a lot of this inviting now. Yeah. Like more people could come in, more people could just do what they do and be yeah. who they are. So I feel like if I were to sing I would be very happy. I think you should do it. I support it. I'm gonna give you some gunshots for that. Um thank you so much for speaking with me. Can let people know where they can find you and yeah. Art of Mars on Instagram with a Z. Mars with a Z, never with an S, always with a Z. <laughs> and Mars.money as well. That's my main page where I post pictures of myself and Art of Mars is where I post my actual art. Awesome. Awesome. And I'll put it in the episode. So you're good. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Okay. Um, Hold on. Let me just do a song real quick. Finish. Okay. So we are back with, what's your name? Edwin Medina. Where are you from? I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I'm a Michigan fan, so I'm not even about to finish that. So, are you a Michigan fan? Yeah, I'm dead. Yeah. All right, we're not doing that. It's not a sports podcast. Um, how old are you? I'm 23. 23. And um, okay, so he's from Ohio. So I gotta add, do you like it, Cuddy? Do I like it? I really didn't grow up listening to him, but I like him. His oh music's fire. Okay, okay, music good, good, good. And happiness, and I know. <laughs> yeah, that's my stuff right there. All right, so yeah, what do you do? Um, I have my own clothing brand. Okay. I literally just moved here for that. Oh, wow. Packed up my whole life in my car and just moved here like a month ago. Rixed it all. Oh, shit. What inspired that? Yeah. What inspired like, that? Like, why New York? Why New York? Well, I've had my friend lives here. Mm-hmm. I had a pop-up here in this gallery that we're in, mm-hmm. but I was visiting. But I was like, it was good vibes. Puerto Ricans are Puerto Ricans. Of and I was course. like, It just made sense. So I was like, no reason to be one foot in, one foot out. Let's make it work. Right. So what's the culture like in Ohio? Not that many, like... Latinos or no, there's a big Puerto Rican scene out there okay. actually. Like my family moved from here in Brooklyn to Ohio like a long time ago. So okay. it's lit. it's like up and coming in the fashion scene. They're like rank number four. Okay. People are sleeping right now for on Columbus. Yeah, because I hear Ohio, I'm like, eh, yeah. land. I don't really know. I yeah, never been. No, it's all I never been. <laughs> people people make fun of it and like it's a running joke, but I take a lot of pride on where I'm from. Yeah. So it's a beautiful What's the place. name of your clothing brand? It's called Bag. Bag. Like getting your bag, but it has an H on the end, so B A G H, because it stands for be a good human. Oh, I love that. Be a good human. Yeah. Do you um, focus on anything? Like, is it hoodies? Is it hats? Is it shoes? Is it everything? Yeah, right now we do uh, jackets and shirts right now, but okay. we're about to do everything, like okay. hats, everything, but just shirts and jackets right now. I nice. got a shirt on, but I just play basketball on this. Nice, but. nice, nice. Um, so you said you also do street interviews, which I think mm-hmm. is dope. How's that process like? Like, what do you like about street interviewing? Um, I loved it. It helped me uh, get rid of a lot of my anxiety. Yeah. Because I wasn't the type of person that would do something like that. Yeah. And um, I've met the most amazing random people by just going and speaking to them and like telling me what it means to them to be a good human. And it's been yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, so this is this event is about sound. So I guess what kind of sounds or what kind of music influences you and your your culture, your work, whatever. Oh, so I've just started branching out into different music genres lately yeah but the main one would just be hip-hop honestly and then um latino music of course i really love music that makes me want to dance and like be active so if it has a great beat it makes me want to move i start moving Mm -hmm. you have any favorite artists right now yeah favorite project no literally uh one of my favorite artists right now is my boy frosty preem over there oh nice and i just listened to his music and it's amazing chef g free him and then like you know drake and stuff like that but honestly preem and like chef g are like my two favorite artists right Mm -hmm. now you have any favorite i guess spanish artists not really. Are you like, say I, don't know I was going to say that. I mean, Daddy Yankee, honestly, it would just really be that nice. one. Daddy Yankee. I grew up a lot listening to Daddy Yankee, so I would okay. say him. Nice. And you speak Spanish? 
I do speak a lot of okay. Spanish. Honestly, I understand Spanish, but mm-hmm. I'm working on speaking it better. More? Yeah, but yeah. But I understand all of it. I feel you. Um, how do you... Mm, I don't really like that. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. I have a lot of questions here. It's all good. Everything is about sound. Okay. What do you love most about being, like, your own designer, clothing brand? Like, what do you love most about it? What I love most is that... Honestly, for at least me, because mm-hmm. my brand's about being a good human, like getting in your bag, and I'm pushing something that could change the world and be mm-hmm. positive. Because I felt like there's a lot of negativity in the world, and I'm pushing, like, who doesn't want to be a good human right now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I love that. It's deeper than the fabric to me. Yeah, it's all about that. being a good human. Because with this podcast, like, we focus on how to be better, how to become better, right? See? And a lot yeah. of people, like, a lot of my friends will be like, oh, no, nah, you got to do more toxic stuff. You got to have debates and arguments with people. And I'm like, but why? Like, don't we have enough of that shit out here? Like, See? why are we doing more of bag. that? I like yeah, that. Yeah, like, so I've just learned to be like, you know what? Fuck off. I'm going to do me. Do what you want to do. No, and real. that's it. And that's sad because you know that like that negativity and toxic stuff is what gets likes and what gets so it's hard to kind of stay grounded and stay positive so i would think like respect to y'all for still doing y'all no for real i wanted to know from you too you talk about being a good human what do you think it takes to be a good human see to me it starts off with self-love i feel like a lot of people Oof. are very negative because they don't love themselves first. That is a fucking... So, you, like, know you know what? <laughs> I'm giving you best shots for that. You feel me? Like, honestly, once you learn how to love yourself first, mm-hmm. you're being a good human. You're going to put out better energy once you learn to love yourself. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, just learning how to self-love first and then all mm-hmm. the rest will come in. Love that. Oh my God, love that. <laughs> um, Do you have a certain person in the fashion industry that you look up to for inspiration? Or even just the way they dress that you think is fire? Um, honestly, I just start, like I said, my whole life took a 360. Like I've never, when I was growing up, I couldn't really afford clothes like that. So Mm. I wasn't looking to, for nobody for fashion because I couldn't wear it. Right. So right now it's just things I've been seeing here in New York Mm -hmm. and like really my own stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? So I don't really look to nobody, but Wisdom K has been like a person. I like his stuff. I don't even know who that is. Who is that? (laughs) He's, I don't know. He's like a model slash, he's like, he's won a lot of fashion awards lately. So And you live in Brooklyn, right? I live in LES, but one oh, stop LES. away from here. Honestly, so. I feel like this area and even the LES, like, is such a good spot to even just watch people and see how they dress because they put things together so, like, different. Yeah. I was just telling somebody, I think I was telling Showtime, you know Showtime, the DJ who was here? Mm-mm. Well, I was just telling him that, like, people in the Bronx, we dress a little bit more, like, basic. There's yeah. no originality. We all kind of look alike. I come here and I'm like, damn, like, I would have never put that outfit together and it's, like, bold. So I think you're in a great spot. Yeah, it's a big artist yeah. area. There's a lot of galleries in mm-hmm. LES and out here and it's, like, there's a lot of diverse yes. people. It's like a melting like, and there's no judgment. Like people are just free. They are who they are, and that's it. Literally, that's and that's the I best love. way to be. Yeah. Um. I do want to know. Well, I want you to tell the people where they can find you. Share oh. your Instagram handles. Oh yeah. So my Instagram is Bagman Ed underscore eight. So B A G H, and then um the brand is Bag B A G H dot official underscore. So. As yeah. you can catch us. Yeah, thank you for talking Ooh. with us. Yeah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet y'all too. Y'all some bad getters, so <laughs> thank I, you. I respect y'all. I love this. <laughs> thank you. Ooh, you're welcome. Ready? Okay, so hold on. Let me put this on again. I do transition songs. Maybe I could do like a little um, video. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, right here. Right here. Good. Okay. Is this good? Maybe I should. Tilt it a little bit. Yeah, that's good. That's good. No, but you got to be in it. You're in it. Oh, yeah, you're good. Um, okay, so we are here with the curator of the event, Sam. I'm going to call you Sam. It's me, 
that's my full name <laughs> maybe is go yeah. for it um so really yeah just people. tell people <laughs> i guess where you're from how old you are and how long you've been curating events i'm from new york mm-hmm. do i have to say my age <laughs> i mean you don't have to if you don't want to i'm in my 20s okay she's in her 20s <laughs> mm-hmm. and, um what was the last question how long have you been doing about like curating events Oh, okay. Well, I've been curating my own events since last year, October. Okay. Including other vendors, including Mm -hmm. other artists and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I had started events for my brand last March. Okay. April, March, April, April, Mm -hmm. April 22nd Mm -hmm. of 2022. Mm -hmm. I started doing events at Washington Square Park. So I'd like set up a table and I'd sell ashtrays and stuff. Um, so I would do that personally. I do that for my own brand. Okay. And then I later turned into incorporating other artists and other creatives to be able to come around and have the same opportunities, learn from each other, see what yeah. it's like, and like grow from there. Yeah. And not doing it in a place that's like cold or um, maybe like not organized right. you know it's right. specific and to know everyone's coming together for a specific reason and stuff mm-hmm. um, and then before that I was just doing it I, for like other companies and stuff yeah. so I like really started organizing stuff when I was in high school like doing events oh, and wow. stuff with student government so, oh, so I like liked had it, it. yeah liked I always it. had yeah. like something in me that was like I want to get people together for a common goal like I like helping people I like you know making people happy and just finding stuff that mm-hmm. like helps them overall in general yeah yeah. If you can describe your brand, because of your brand, so what is it? Like, I have tell us a little bit. Three. Okay. So the first one, the one I started first, is Seven Eight Set. It's a marketing mm-hmm. agency. It's what sponsored this event today. Okay. And I started that. I mentioned twenty eighteen, right? Yeah. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> um, it originally started as a for photography portfolio. Okay. And I got this idea from when I was in high school. I was in a virtual enterprise class. So we had an opportunity to create a business online. Okay. So it's not an actual business where you have expenses or anything, but you're pretending like you do. You're pretending it's a real functioning business. So I was doing marketing then. I did VA. It was like the VIP of marketing. And through there, we used to have people come by the class and talk to us about what they know as entrepreneurs and experts and stuff like that. And there was an older guy one day. He told me, like, you should make a website because one day people are going to go. Google you and they're going to find you online and the best thing to have is a website yeah and I was like you know what man that's really that's like you know yeah like you know when there's like someone who talk, like usually people are like oh like this guy's chatting or whatever like the people like to treat older people like, like they don't know what they're yeah. talking about yeah. but I was like this guy's onto something mm-hmm. And I kept it in my mind. And then that was like my senior year of high school. And it didn't really start becoming a thing until 2018. So I was in sophomore year of college. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was in sophomore year of college around there, I think. Mm -hmm. 2018, 2019, 2020, I graduated. Um, So I created the website. It was a uh, photography portfolio. Mm -hmm. And then I got, what did I get? I started doing interviews. I started opening up. Like, I thought, how can I get other people to get incorporated with the brand? So I started in interviews. I did Arson, the original creator, who's one of the performers tonight. He did the event last, he did the last event. Mm -hmm. And then I also interviewed Cornelio, who's another DJ here tonight. He's a performer, drummer, known around the city. Mm -hmm. I did Bia, Bia E Music. Okay. Bianca's her name. I did an interview with her. And just like 
I just got more into like getting to know artists and what they're like and that really opened it up to like how can I help now provide you with a way to like be successful because I was like so and inspired and like yeah, yeah I was like this is really cool and I'm, I'm going to school for marketing and everything so mm-hmm. I just really wondered like how can I get marketing how can I get knowing these people one-on-one and like that together and how can I create something from this idea like I have this idea like it's I feel the energy there I just don't know like how to get it like down so I slowly but surely started making it more and more physical and then the website just kept building more and more mm-hmm. and then we had um, after I graduated I started working for time so I did door-to-door sales for a while and I got a grasp on that and like doing sales like with people talking to people building teams getting into like leadership positions which I had other jobs of like management and stuff like that but this was more so of like building actual connections with people and learning tactics to get them to be more interested and want to buy as opposed to like get scared and not want to know anything or think they know it all or something like that but also what interested me about marketing was really more like innuendos in a way like things that you could see and you're like I get it like like puns you know like yeah. it's a double it's a double entendre like right. or you look at something and it, it, right away you understand what it is and I always thought that was like really great because it's so it's so interesting how sometimes you know absolutely nothing about something and you take a glance at it and you completely understand it and it's like art yeah marketing you know even though it's not all art the word art is in there <laughs> marketing marketing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, sure. that that really got that. So then I thought, how do I define what I like to do? And that's when I came up with advertising, events, and consultations. Mm-hmm. It really started as consultations, giving people advice on how they can better their own brands, how they can better themselves yeah. to like show the world what they do. And then it turned into advertising and then events because I got more into promotion and like doing photo shoots Mm -hmm. and just organizing stuff and getting people to understand what I'm doing like posting on social media having a website in general like just get generating people to the website from the social media generating people to social media like I was in the park and I was talking to like over 305 people a day 500 like over 5 I'm like hey like support a small woman owned business and like it was just so it was very interesting I actually want to go back this summer and like do it again like as a little when it comes to marketing right like what do you think is the biggest mistake that people make when it comes to like marketing themselves or maybe something that they just need a little bit more guidance with i think that a lot of people just don't know their why they don't know mm. why they do it and or they forget it and it's like okay but what's the purpose behind this you can't just throw something out there and think that people are going to care about it especially not more than you right. like you actually have to care for for what you do and and if you care enough you'll understand why you want to do it and yeah. it just it and also like i think some people just don't hold on to their determination and you know like passion is something you also have to have consistency you have to have commitment because you can be consistent but or like the commitment is what would then build yeah. consistency it won't always look like the same and stuff like that yeah for sure yeah so i think that's something and then from there it, you'll just start cultivating it and it'll start evolving for you and slowly but surely it'll just build into something what you could what you could imagine right. like now sometimes i look at the business and i'm like i imagined doing this years ago and it's so scary because like i didn't think it was possible but it's very it's like real at the same time you just like put your head down got to work and look you look up and it's like oh shit i'm doing it i mean not it was like more like looking around you know like i didn't really have to look down at anything like at some point i kind of looked around and i was like this is what i kind of imagined it looking like but what it really it's a feeling more like like you pull out this feeling and you're just like oh it's here you know and i work a lot especially with the universe like i work big on energy manifestation yeah and it's bigger than the manifestation Mm -hmm. right because if i take if i feel an energy and i take it seriously like artists do they take that energy and they put it out there Mm -hmm. so i have to just take that energy i have inside of me and put that 
into helping other people, into helping myself first and foremost, you know? Yeah. And then, like, by helping myself, I can help other people, and they can help people, and we can connect with more people, and then we can all help each other, and we can build a community. It just keeps growing. And that's the point. Yeah. The point is to keep growing. I got tired of thinking that I was helpless. I got so tired of thinking that I can't turn to my friends, I can't turn to a community, I can turn to anyone, and them understand where I'm coming from. Like, I feel like now, since I've started doing this, more and more people are like, you know what? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll lend you a helping hand yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can do something for each other but when I first started it was a lot of like well and it's like I don't know what you know and sometimes it wouldn't even be successful people who are asking you to like give it your all it's people who don't really have much going for themselves it's It's always those people you know and it's just like or maybe they do have something going for themselves but it's like we have to know where we fall short and we have to be able to like work with each other on something because you can't do everything alone I don't think you can do anything alone no you can't you (laughs) You really can't yeah I wanted to ask you what was the inspiration behind the theme of this event Sondometry like okay so I was in the studio one day and I was telling this engineer I was like oh it's pretty interesting this little thing on the screen that like goes up and down and up and down it just goes sideways like when the music starts bumping it just goes like long yeah and he was like yeah it's like really cool but to me because when I first recognized it I was like it looks like a person it looks like a person like that creates a shape like it's you could see it's form yeah. as the beat as the beat forms and the people who are in the studio they understand what I'm talking about but like I was like there's this person in the song people like, are watching it's got the vibes <laughs> it's got all the vibes and everything yeah and um and he was like yeah like it happens with the sound and I was like it's so funny because it looks like shapes and geometry soundometry Oh, and then nice. I was everything really starts from sound like the other day someone was telling me like uh, he's actually going to be here later he's a tap dancer and he studies sound oh, and nice. he was saying um, about how even in religious views in the bible and stuff they say God you know, made a sound and that's where everything started yeah. it all started from but it's a vibration mm-hmm. it's a frequency you know and it's so funny how it's like one of the senses you know yeah. what I'm saying like it all happens at once it's she's the sound like getting and inspired the vision. as she's <laughs> talking <laughs> It's all together, and that was the point of bringing this event um, to, like, having this event today. It was to get people to be more aware of how they're really influenced by, like, the smallest of things. Yeah. They're, the, they're influenced by their senses. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that people really realize how stimulation of your senses affect you as a person. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, like, you know, it's a taste, a touch, a smell, like, you can get triggered, and, like, learning how you get triggered and stuff like that, and also learning what inspires you and what motivates you, and, like, sounds that depress you, sounds that excite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things that visuals that in everything, and and what really big on sound is like communication. What does it sound like? What does what mm-hmm. you're saying sound like? Like you could, you could totally agree with the person next to you, but because it sounds different, you're disagreeing. Absolutely, you're disagreeing. Absolutely, and you're saying the same thing, but you're disagreeing. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. there's and then there's like a medium in between. Sometimes I think that people live in different worlds, but they're able to come together through these art mediums and like through songs and mm-hmm. stuff like we don't understand each other but we like the same music for some reason right. or we're from two, two completely different cultures who would have thought we would have come together right. with this yeah and speaking of sounds and how it affects you I want to know like what sounds do you gravitate towards or even if you want to talk about music that like inspires you or gets you going I like um I like um it, you know like Don Tolliver yeah. and Travis Scott. I like yes. the vibey stuff. I like and I like I like um I was listening to the song I've been listening to the song a lot Caribbean Queen. 
I haven't heard it. No. Yeah, sing it to my girl. Sharing the same dream. I'm so bad at this. Oh yes, I've heard that song. Yeah, yeah. It's so soulful. Like Mm -hmm. I like music that means something. It has substance, and there's a why. It's always about the why. Right. You can feel like you can see it. It's Duende. Mm -hmm. That's what I really like. I like something that like maybe if it's just one out of ten of their songs like I know that they really like something about it is like damn I really felt that mm-hmm. I really felt it and it could be any it could be any genre really but I usually gravitate towards that because maybe that genre of music is more in tune with stuff like that right right yeah. are there any sounds that repel you if it's too if there's too much going on if it, if like the even the verbiage sometimes like the beat could be great but like the lyricism is it's like why would you say that <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, like, do people hear yeah. what these people say sometimes? Mm-hmm. And then it's so it, it really affects me to the point that I'll be at the club. I'll be outside. And just the song, like, just saying the lyric for me, I'm like, I cannot support this. Really? I can't even like some like people will sometimes tell like, are you okay? like, are you having a good time? And I'm like, I'm having a great time. It's just this particular like, song. This, but, like, what's happening? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then it just kind of reminds you like, this is where society stands right now. Yeah. This is what's thriving. This is what's up there. This is what people are talking about, what people are thinking about. Right. And they don't really realize that. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. realize what. No, they don't. Or they do and they're like, it's so cool or whatever. And it's like, there's like, so much no, cooler not- things out there that exist you and they do it They're for you going but with without the, like, using drugs and alcohol and I feel like why drugs and alcohol and sex and all of this stuff has become so like big like the culture of just having a lot of vulgarity and just everything about surface and what it looks like mm-hmm. versus what it means comes from just comes from that from the influence yeah. of like like okay this is okay it's okay to be on the surface but to not really like feel anything or like mm-hmm. To really ask questions, mm-hmm. I guess, or like the communication, or so- I don't know. No, I know what you mean. Nobody's questioning shit. Everybody's just kind of going with the masses and whatever's cool right now. Or like they see it and they just like they're just I don't know. They're like they don't have like a strong reaction to it. Up. Yeah, they're going with the flow. Just, like like you're actually like questioning why. Yeah, I'm like, no why are we doing why. this? <laughs> yeah. No one why? wants to question. And it's why. so funny because I have this uh, question mark tattoo. See, you question shit. Yeah, yeah. I actually got it for the for the album, for oh, the for question mark album for oh, okay. Tentacion. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. sent him a bunch of questions. Really? And he made the album. <laughs> oh shit! That's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait. So you talked about one brand. You have two more. Yes. Yeah, so I have the art brand. Okay. And I started the art brand in 2021, and that I started after my older brother Carlos Giuliani had passed away with COVID. I'm sorry. And I got. Oh, thank you. I um did it more to help myself stay motivated mm-hmm. in just doing something and not sulking, not being right. depressed, and just like self care and something that like let's say someone else is going through something similar, they like look at something. Maybe they bought it from my brand or bought it from someone related to or such and they think about like how you know other people also have those moments but yeah. they still come through it and they still get through the other side and I thought of like what are some things that people like use that make them feel good and the first thing was candles like the ar- aromatic scents and stuff like aromatic things and I started making candles at first nice. and then I got I got the trays and the candles at the same time but I really just got involved with the candles and the wax making because it was exciting to do that yeah. and I really sat on the ideas of what to do with the trays like how what am I gonna, I'm so confused and then I just started painting it one day like I was like, this is cute. I oh, like it. Okay. And then the, they were painted, and I was like, all right, these are painted. Now we need to get these out into the world. And with my experience with like the door to door and the events and everything, yeah. I was like, I'm confident that I could stand somewhere and I can get this done. Absolutely. And I did just that. I stood there and I was talking to everyone and, and, and everyone. And I was like, 
there, you know, there's like moments of rejection and everything, but I was like, it's okay. Like I'm just letting it roll off my back because I'm going to find people who connect yeah, and next. you just have to, you just have to stay focused on that. Why? Right. You can't let people let you forget why you're doing it. Cause yeah. a lot of people they'll start and then they don't want to finish cause they don't remember why, or they think that their why is not good enough. Mm-hmm. And your why is good enough. It's your why. It's your That's why. It. It's no one else's why but yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your third? Third brand? My third brand is Hop. It's a plastic pollution. Well, it's a recycling company. Okay, okay. And okay. I use plastic at the moment to make art. And the goal is to get a recycling facility implemented in the city or wherever I can get it because it's just more, it's going to form its own how thing. How do you but do it? Oh, it just like, all, it all started as one, really. It's wow. all about helping the world. And like everything is connected to everything. Yeah. So if one thing is weak, it's going to be as weak as that. And we're only as good as our environment. We're, you know, mm. we're only as good as our environment. I, that's what really started that. Like I'm breathing polluted air and I'm drinking polluted water right. and and I'm eating horrible food and it's it's got my pineal gland all messed up and like yeah. maybe that's sometimes why I sing the lyrics to those songs yeah. I don't like because <laughs> I have no other choice yeah. it's just being forced or whatever it's a cycle for it's sure it's all a cycle and mm-hmm. it's like but you can evolve the cycle and you can do it as a community you can do it as a group of people together when you all come together and you actually start having these conversations and that's why I did these events yeah. to be able to come together also have these impactful conversations that really get something inside of you ignited and then you can then talk to like vendors and stuff and you all really connect and communicate about absolutely things. like yeah. people think they're like oh i'm just one person i don't matter but i like, look at one person what she has been able to do and create good for you thank you now i'm giving you fucking <laughs> applause for that bitch. like that's amazing thank you um i want to do two more questions um well one more question yeah what is something that you're working on now that you're really looking forward to or like what's something next that you want to kind of do Oh, okay. Well, I just recently started, I just recently got an office in Times Square. Nice. So I'm looking forward to making that work and mm-hmm. moving that forward. It's a it's a shared creative space, like different kinds of businesses are in there. But I know the owner of the studio and in our studio, we're going to be working with our agency, like different people who work, photographers, graphic designers, mm-hmm. artists, and other stuff in order yeah. to make movements. Right. Marketing, uh, like marketing is a movement. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited to see how this office comes together and how it grows from there and who's going to walk in there and who's, you know, who's going to build from there and stuff like that. Yeah, oh my God. You're like yeah. a godmother. Yeah. And um, <laughs> a fairy godmother. And uh, yeah, just let people know where they can find you. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Already Godly, the entrepreneur. And then my marketing agency is 7-8-SET. You spell seven, you spell eight, and you spell set. And then the art brand is Astronomical Heartache. And the recycling brand is Helping Our Planet exist all in all you can just go to 78set.com and yeah. you can find yeah and I'll put everything in the there. description below yeah. thank you so much yeah, and thank you for welcome. giving me this opportunity yes, this of has course. been awesome I was like, this is like very big on sound too because it's yeah. like it's a podcast it's all, all you do is hear it <laughs> all you thank do is hear you. it yeah, thank you so sure. much thank you hey. alright hold on let me just get my questions okay we should be good Okay, so we are back with another interview. So please introduce yourself and where you're from and what do you do? Uh, my name is Hope. 
I'm from Uptown, New York City, Harlem. Hey, Harlem, and finally. I'm tired of these Brooklyn people. God. Yeah, oh, my God. Now, we got to show love to all the boroughs, but Uptown, <laughs> and, you know, we show love to the Latino, Latino mm-hmm. community, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, what do you do? So, me, I'm a composer. Okay. A ghostwriter. Okay. But also together an artist, you know? Okay, beautiful. I record um, Spanish music, reggaeton. Okay. And I love it. Yeah? And you speak Spanish, obviously. I speak three languages. You do? What are yeah. the other ones? English, Spanish, and Patois. Oh, Patois. Yeah. But you're not Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, half, you are I'm Jamaican. I'm Dominican, half Jamaican. Lit. And my mom is Mexican. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you're just a mix of everything. Got all the flavors. Got all the flavors. <laughs> do you do dance hall, too? No, no, no. So, um, when I first started music, I, I kind of was going to go into that lane. Yeah. But once I got into the Spanish um, vibe, mm-hmm. I kind of just stuck, stuck to with that. It. What was it about Spanish music that got you, like... The, the feeling and the quickness of me writing the songs. It got to the point I don't even write no more. I just you just go, go with it. Feeling, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I feel that. I like that. And everybody you... loves Spanish music. Look at, like, I remember when I was a kid, not everybody really fucked with Reagan songs with Spanish music. Now that shit went well. Um, went well it's wild, everywhere. You know? Yeah. Do you have a Spanish artist that you look up to or that influences your music? Um, a Spanish artist that I look up to? I think I really fuck with Daddy Yankee. I think growing mm. up as a as a kid, I really looked up. Compared to all the ones that there are, I think Daddy Yankee yeah. was the one that that marked me. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But out of all the artists, I think my favorite artist that I look up to is Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah, Michael oh, Michael. Jackson. He loves Michael Jackson too. Yeah, Michael, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Did his songs in English and Spanish and French. I mean, Michael Jackson is the greatest of all time. He will always be the greatest of all time. Michael Jackson has superpowers. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Do you have a um, favorite Michael Jackson song? Top three. Top three. If you got to pick three. Billy Jean. <laughs> okay. Man in the Mirror. Mm-hmm. And you rock my world. Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Top three right there. Yeah. Do you have any um, projects that you're working on right now? Yeah. So right now I'm working. Um, I work on singles. But right now I'm working on my project that's dropping on my birthday, June 19th. Mm-hmm. And I'm just working on that right now. And um, videos that I'm going to shoot too mm-hmm. around that same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are, I mean, this whole event is about sound, right? So we talk about some of the music that influences you. I also want to know from you, like, what kind of sounds do you, like, what kind of songs do you like listening to for inspiration or even, like, for your emotions? Like, when you're sad, you listen to kind of this. Or when you're happy, you listen to this. Shit. I'm over here thinking about, like, when I'll be sad and shit, but it's just very, it's very rare <laughs> it's for rare. me to be sad. That's good. But, um, if I am in the mood like that, definitely listen to the drinks if you're sad. I listen to Aventura. The Ave- Romeo oh, Santos, you know, he yeah. goes hard. And I'll be like, oh, my God. You feel that heart. shit. Ah, yeah. I feel it. Corta vena. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for happiness, I kind of just listen to a little bit of everything, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just whatever's a vibe and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried experimenting with, like, random sounds in your music? Like, maybe not an actual beat. Like, maybe, like, two cups banging together or something. Like, have you ever experimented with that? Um, not really. Um, I think I just go based off what my producers and I work together yeah um we never really experimented with sounds not coming off the computer right 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 but and in terms of that's this, that's yeah. something I gotta I gotta just try like yo I make that song with yeah like, yeah like, like that could be dope yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I still haven't done that yet but give me an idea yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and um what sounds do you feel like 
sorry <laughs> distracting me what sounds do you like in your music like for example do you like more guitars in your music drums piano a little bit of everything like what kind of what's that sound of your music I think the drums for sure yeah. because um, me making reggaeton you know oh, you the need drum the drums. is the one that drives the whole group, you, you know? need the drums so once you hear that boom mm-hmm. boom 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 <laughs> you're ready that, to dance you're ready to go you know? yeah what do you love most about being a creative right now um, what I love the most is that I could inspire a lot of people that are not in the in the industry mm-hmm. and that are in it, and just showing love. Like you know, music changes everything. Like, yeah. you know, it changes the mood, it changes the vibe, it makes a person go from sad to happy. Yeah, I just love the feeling of making a person happy through my personal music. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you, like, what was your most favorite project that you've worked on so far? I think my most favorite project was when I first dropped the first um, Spanish song. Because I feel like a lot of people didn't really know that I really spoke Spanish the way I speak it. Yeah, I was not expecting you to say that either. Yeah, like when they look at me, they think I'm a, I'm a rapper, like I'm yeah. doing English. But when they heard the first song, they're like, yo... Like, you speak Spanish? I'm like, yeah. Buddy. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah. So, like, seeing um, people's reaction mm-hmm. was priceless. So, I was like, yeah, bro, like, listen to this. And they're like, yo, I never knew you could do some shit like that. So, mm-hmm. that was my favorite moment, the first yeah. song. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, how do you stay motivated when, or maybe even inspired, when you feel like you have a creative block? How do you keep going? How do you push through? Um, honestly, just being around good people. Like I remember during COVID, I had a big creative block because we weren't interacting with people. You need that. And my inspiration levels was going down. And yeah. I'm like, yo, bro, I need to be around people. Like yeah. I get my inspiration literally by everything I see on the daily mm-hmm. daily basis. So. Yeah. What did you do during the pandemic then? Like, what was help? What was getting you through the pandemic? Oh my god! So I was living literally ten minutes away from here, and I quarantined in my apartment for three months. I was only going next door because I had a Dominican restaurant right next to my apartment yeah. and the deli across the street. That's it. And that's the only times I oh moved. Oh, my God. I was only coming in and out. I had no haircut. I wasn't fresh. Stop. I swear to God. You wasn't going to, like, no parks. You wasn't taking a Like, you know what I mean? Like, nah. Bro, Nothing. I, was, I was not trying to take that out. Right. I, I didn't catch COVID once. Okay. Like, literally, I was trying to not catch it. I was not trying to get that um, vaccine. Right, right, right. I'm like, yo, matter of fact, I'm just going to stay my ass here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to... So when quarantine finally finished, right? Like, what was, like, one of the first things you did when you, like, really, like, started coming out more, feeling a little safe to come out more in terms of, like, your music and the creative process? Oh, no. So this is what I did, look, since I was going nuts in my apartment by myself. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I had told one of my producers, I was like, yo, bro, bring all your equipment and stay with me for a week. So I kind of just kidnapped this wow. I was like, yeah, don't worry about my food. We got everything. We need to just bring the equipment. I needed the creative. So yes. I had him. I had one of my photographers stay with me, too. Yeah. And I was just trying to create the, the roller coaster going again with the yeah. creative list. And then it got to the point, I'm like, yo, son, I got to get out of here. Like, fuck this. So... I remember Miami was still open and people were still partying yeah, yeah. and shit like that. So I'm like, yo, bro. I had to call one of my boys. I was like, yo, bro, we got to Miami. I'll buy you the flight. Let's go. And I went to Miami literally when quarantine was still hitting. Shit was bad. The streets was empty. I went to Miami. 
for a week and then when the the last day when it was time to come back i was like yo son i am not going back to new york so i ended up just going to la wow yeah i, I ended up going to la from miami and bro that two weeks of me staying in la yeah ended up becoming eight months stop i literally stayed i didn't come How? back how uh, what yeah i swear to god like i, did I wish i could do some back. shit like that like i was meeting a bunch of creatives over there too and like my my creative bubble started coming back so yeah. i'm like my nigga why the fuck am i am i gonna go back to um to so New York, York. everything's locked everything down. Right. Like, I don't want to be around that vibe, so I ended up just staying for eight months. I ended up going to Vegas, to Aspen, Colorado. And yeah. Oh, you was outside. Yeah, because I was like, yo, bro, I'm with everything. Where we like, going? Enough we is go. enough. I'm outside. I was like, not saying no to nothing. And yeah, of wow. course, the only time I, like, I was getting checkups like every every almost every day yeah 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 i was getting checked up and shit make sure like you know COVID was still right was still big in la too yeah. so but yeah that, that's that's literally what i did during quarantine i was like man fuck this yeah i gotta do my thing and how do you slowly came back. yeah i was gonna say how do you feel like that time affecting your music now you know what i mean how did that time affect my music? yeah like all that traveling meeting new people being in different states oh no like it was beautiful because i got inspiration from a lot of things that i didn't see like going to um aspen college Colorado. That was like my first time even going there. Yeah. And meeting a bunch of people that I never would have thought I would have met. Right, you know? yeah. um, it was beautiful and just seeing like the geography and shit and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. It, I just bought all of that and then I just started putting it in the music mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just like the, the feeling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People don't realize how important it is to like interact and socialize with people if you are oh, creative. Like you need that inspiration. Yeah, you cannot have an ego. Yo. If you're creative or you're mm-hmm. making music or you're in the industry, you cannot have an ego because a lot of doors are going to close to you. Absolutely. If you're an open-minded person, the door's really open by yourself, you know, and you start meeting a bunch of other people that right. you never would have thought that you would have met. Right? Absolutely. If you could collaborate with someone dead or alive, who would you collaborate with? Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Figured. Um, yeah, alive, yeah. like right now, I yeah. think, um, right now, I really want to collaborate with like a, a female Spanish artist. Mm. So I've been listening to a, like a lot of female um, reggaeton artists like um, Anita, Carol G, Carol G, um, Becky G, Becky G. Um, oh, um, who's the other one? She has a beautiful voice. I think she does opera too. She has a song with Romeo too on his album or was oh, it on her? Rosalia. Yes, there God we go. Goddamn, she is so her fine. voice. And she, you know, a lot of people don't know that she be producing. Stuff too. Really? Yeah, I'm not nice even surprised. Yeah, she's she's really super nice talented. Yeah. She is so dope. I really. Then alive, the second one be Rosalia for sure. Yeah, That's for sure. Yeah. Such, you know? And she switches it up. Like she does the opera, crazy voice, singing, and then she does like the reggaeton, the little vibey songs, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like the fact that she's just like she switches the lane. Like you know, she don't just stick to one thing. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. As an artist, you gotta just experiment. You have you know? to experiment. And it's crazy because like I got a few songs like that too like I did like a ranchera you know what that is no what's that you know like Mexicans oh really like, like a mariachi type of thing or I don't know yeah, okay um, mariachi is different than ranchera okay okay so you know, I don't know I, I, I don't just, know I don't know I kind of just experimented um, okay. when I was in LA I did a song with a, with a, with a female artist and it was like kind of that vibe. I kind of just went off, um, took off from the reggaeton and just switched it to like. What made you want to do that switch? I mean, I'm half Mexican. So, oh, so you already have it in you. So I kind of have it in right. my blood, and just hearing the um, the production that was being made, I'm like, 
I could kill this. Yeah. Let me try it. Why not? And I kind of just went off off the top of my mind and just experimented, you know? Yeah. Um, real quick, just to wrap up, is there any other type of, like, so you did Hanchera, is there any other type of genre you want to tap into? Um, We're just incorporating into your sound already? I, I feel like I'm incorporating a lot of things together, but yeah. um, I think I want to tap in more with the rancheras and shit, rancheras. like the Mexican, yeah. Mexican vibe. Yeah, it sounds dope, and the songs are beautiful. Yeah. And stuff. I'm curious strange. now. I want to listen. I'm going to put you on. Yeah, put it. me on. I'm going to put you on. I'm going to let you listen to it. Stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely like the the um, genre I want to tap in a little more. Into, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. What are you working on right now? Right now, I'm working on features. Okay. Because um, I didn't do no feel. Ever since I started, um, I never really did features. I was just, like, focusing on the sound. Right. Figuring out the sound, the voice. And once I got, got it all tapped in, mm-hmm. um, this year, I'm focusing on doing more collaborations. So I've been doing, like, a bunch of features this year. Nice. With my friends. People have asked me and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, lit. So let the people know where they can find you. Oh, you have a question? Okay, one second. No, no, because I was here when the last time when you were performing, and you stood on a chair and pulled everyone towards you on when you were standing on the wall. Yeah. How important is, like, the audience interaction when you're performing? Well, for me, it's super important. It's super important. If I don't feel the energy from the people, I cannot start. I will not start. So that's why last time I'm like, yo, matter of fact, everybody standing on the floor, I got to st- make sure everybody looks at me and I'm looking down I like at that. them, I'm feeling them. And they definitely got to take three steps forward. So yes. I, could, you could, I could feed off your energy and you could feed off mine. Absolutely. You know? so that's what that I was is- talking about with Sam too because she was like, energy is everything. Bro. And sometimes it's like so small, but the more you meet people, the more you connect, it grows bigger and bigger and bigger. And so you need that energy, especially as, a, as an artist performing, you need that energy. 100%. If the yeah. energy is not there, I mean, I think that's for any artist. Of course. Like, you can see it in, like, Coachella or... Absolutely. Golden Loud. Like, there's some artists that would, would not start unless it's lit. Like, you know, like, let's go. It affects your performance because if yeah, not, you get in your head and then the performance is trash or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, yeah, again, so tell people where we can find you. So you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, everything. She Hopeless. The word she, the word hope, and the word less all together. Okay. Um, all my songs are in every streaming platform, YouTube Music, Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, Audio Mac, all of them except SoundCloud. I don't use SoundCloud, but I use everything else. All right, guys. So thank you so much for talking with us. You were great. Yeah, we're going to get that info, too. Always, always, always. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Uh, real quick. All right, guys, and we're back. Um, so I'm sitting here with, what's your name? Arsenio. Arsenio, and yes. where are you from and what do you do? Uh, I'm from New York City. I was raised in the Bronx. Yes, uh, You BX. know what it is. I was also raised in Harlem Beautiful. and in the Heights. So I have a, a lot of uh, different parts of New York in me. And mm-hmm. what do I do? I just create. Um, I love to write. I love to make music. I produce sometimes. Um but I just love to create, man. I like to most more than ever um, now. Uh, I like to create from a from a from a place of uncertainty. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Not knowing what comes next. But I just like to create, man. Whatever yeah, it is, you know. Whatever it is. Sometimes I, I make clothes, like I write and uh, and draw. I just like to create a little bit of everything. Is yeah. there one thing that you like a little bit more? Music, because it's come to me so naturally. Yeah. And because it started with poetry when I was real young. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, creating is. Um, is, is is really it but music is the 
kind of like the vessel, right, the right, car right. That, that I drive through. That, you know and I mean? when it comes to producing, can you just explain? Because I have a lot of women followers too. Can right. you just explain to me what it means to produce a song? Okay, so I just want to put this out there first. I am not a producer, like 100%. I just fuck around. Um, yeah, so how do you fuck around? I fuck That's around. Fine. By, uh, you know, I, I, there's a project um, that I'm working on right now with my um, producer, my in-house producer. Okay. And I'll, say, I'll tell you his process. So yeah. I go to the studio with him um, and he basically plays me drums or a sound that he enjoys and from then you know I, I give my two cents yeah and he just gets in his own and you know clicking buttons playing keys mm-hmm. uh picking sounds that you like um from a feeling all coming from a feeling or a vision yeah. and then it comes together you know what i mean but yeah. with me personally i um i'm not that great at it but music is subjective but um yeah. Yeah, producing is dope, man. Producing yeah. is dope. And for the women followers out there, there's a lot of great women producers. Um, and I believe in women producers. Yes. So we need to see more of y'all. Thank you um, for that. For Thank sure. You. Because I, I fuck with a lot of y'all. So, um, yeah, producing yeah, is be, dope. Yeah, because being a, being creative, I feel like, especially with music or um, what's the other one? Well, yeah, music industry, whether it's producing or actually being an artist, is very male-dominated. Also, engineering, so, to throw engineering that out Engineering, for sure. I've seen very few women engineers. I I know of one that I found. Uh, she's an Asian girl. I don't know her name. Yeah. Sorry, but um, she's pretty successful now. <laughs> yeah. Whenever she does I her see thing. women in the field, I'm like, oh yeah, y'all, y'all getting some I work. I love it, man. Yeah, I love it. I think like... we're in a very early stage in history that yeah. we have yet to breach. Um, kind of this uh, this ceiling or wall. Um, I don't want to call it masculinity is is, is taking over certain of uh, industries, but I think that maybe some women are a little um, intimidated by yeah. it because there's very few of them in the space. But I support y'all. Yeah, you I'm guys bring there. value for sure. Absolutely. When your producer plays you sounds, is there any sound that you feel like you gravitate towards? Uh, I think I just gravitate towards what feels right in the moment. Um, okay. Uh, just to put it out there, I've been sober for a year now. I don't smoke anymore. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's tough, but um, but yeah, I think uh now the way I approach music is just whatever feels right in the moment right. I gravitate towards that and I don't have a genre or a specific sound that I want to uphold mm-hmm. I think I just go towards like right now I'm making reggae with them oh nice yeah we're yeah, making yeah. like a reggae project for the summer mm-hmm. and you know I, I love to rap I sing sometimes on the side you know certain songs but, and yeah. you can sing I think so okay I, I want to hear so. you have something that I could hear I think so I think so I don't want to do it right now <laughs> no, but no no like I, a song or something I'll let, y'all, I'll let y'all wait till a record comes out <laughs> maybe I'll sing later today but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I could take. That's dope. Yeah. Um, how how important or no, not how important. When it comes to sounds, how much do you think it affects your mood? Um, uh, vibrations or sound in general? You're saying? I'm saying sound. I guess. Yeah, we could do that. Right. Or we could do music. I think that. It, I think it's very. How do I put this? I think sound is underestimated still to this day. Like mm. because there's so much availability and so much sound out there. Yeah. That um people don't realize how much it affects them really yeah. so when you have a sacred space and you spend a lot of time in silence or in stillness you realize how vulnerable and how um just um sensitive we are to sounds you know what i mean so i think it affects my mood greatly greatly yeah, yeah. even if i don't um see it in a moment but yeah i think it does yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure um, you talked about sitting in silence and i'm yeah. curious do you sit in silence often yes i'm a meditation instructor <gasps> yes I'm Stop. A, yeah i'm a meditation and breathwork instructor and um i've been doing this for like about to be five years and yeah I love silence I love stillness I think it affects my music creation process and even being with people like before here I was meditating in the cab I only spoke a few words um and uh, it prepares me for the latter, like the polarity. Yeah. The opposite of silence is music, it's loud, it's mm-hmm. congregation and union. So 
yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. it just it helps me balance out myself. Because if I was, I was always yeah. not in silence, I'd be. Right. I was going to say, because I've gotten into meditation and a lot of the people that I, you know, speak to or even have on the pod, they're trying to get into meditation. Right, right, is right. There, and I know that's not related to sound, but like, is yeah. there something that you could recommend when it comes to meditation? I would say it, it does regards to sound, though, yeah. because vibrations, right? Uh, right. I think when you're in silence, you can uh, find very elusive ways to raise your vibration. Mm. And um, vibrations don't necessarily have to be heard through the ear. They could be felt. Mm. Um, and sounds are vibrations. So I do think that uh, to give some advice to people out there, if you want to get into meditation, um, I would say don't try to be perfect when meditating. Just sit in silence and try to observe your thoughts and uh, focus on your breathing first. And then from there, there's, there's endless possibilities that could come from that. The experience could get yeah. psychedelic almost. I you think know? it's the observing of the thoughts because I think even for me, I'm still it's struggle so with, I go down the rabbit hole and it's like, you're supposed to just observe it and let it go, not hold on to it. So crazy. It's so hard. Like I tell my students, I say, uh, uh, observe it, try not to change it, try not to uh, argue back or mm-hmm. correct. It's very hard, but I think one thing that we get confused with too is like, um, the idea that meditation is supposed to fix us right away. Right. I yes. think that the more we sit in it, we realize that um, the experience of life is meant to be understood, not just to be solved right away. Oof. You get know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's my little zen Have moment. you ever studied like Buddhism or whatever? Because you're studied, giving me Buddhist yeah, right now. I've, I've studied a lot of different things. Uh, I've studied the Tao. Uh, I've studied some of the Quran. I read the Bible. I read yeah. a lot of different things. Nice. Uh, and I have a relationship with Christ, uh, right. with, with Christ, and um, I believe in the universe as well. So a lot a lot of people may see me as contradictory, but um, I think that I just try my best to know different walks of life so I can there help people better because I'm yeah. of service at the end of the day. Yeah, and it's like there's no right or wrong way. I just feel like as long as right. you're being a good person and you're putting out good energy, right? You good out there? You know, there's a lot of different uh, uh, systems and beliefs, and um, I think we live in an age where everyone wants to be right, yeah. but um, no one wants to be uh, real. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, we all have bad days, we all have good days. None of us are perfect. And in the Bible, to mention it, it says we all fall short of God's will. So yeah. I just know that for a fact, you keep trying your best, you keep your heart in the right place, repent, and, uh, you know, um, try to evolve, try to change, uh, put your best foot forward. Yeah, absolutely. You'll be all right. Absolutely. You know, we'll be all right. Like Kendrick said, we're going to be all right. <laughs> we're going to be all right. <laughs> right. Um, I wanted to ask one last question. If there yeah. was any one supply or tool that you can use in your creative process, what would it be? Anything. Oh, wow. Well, one tool that I could use in my creative yeah. process? Wow. I would say environment. Okay. Uh, I think people are really important um, in the creative process mm. who you have around you. But I think environment, like, yo, the environment can change so much. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I would say that for now. I got to think on that more. That's crazy. That's a really good question. Yeah. I like that question. Oh, yeah. But honestly, I think your answer is great. I wasn't even thinking. I was actually thinking of something tangible. Like but the environment tool. really affects, like, I was just sitting down with another artist named Mars. You know Mars? Yes. You know? And, like, from that painting, her environment was she just got out of a really bad breakup. And look what she created out of it. That painting right there. Oh, wow. I mean, it's kind of oh, dark. Wow. That's but beautiful. it's lit. That and, is like, beautiful. every part of her art had a meaning, wow. had a story to tell behind her breakup. So that I just feel like the environment definitely impacts your creative process. To end it off, right? Yeah. Um, so many things involved uh, are involved in, in the diet of a person, right? Mm. Um, what we eat, what we drink, but also who we, do, who we talk to, right. music we listen to, the people we spend time with. And I think that all plays a part into environment because um, if you're spending time with a lot of person, they can become your environment. Absolutely. So being wary of uh, knowing when to take space, knowing when to give energy, and um, 
protecting your space and uh, creating your space how you want to, like how you want it to be, you know, how you want it to look and how you want it to feel is important, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, environment is my, my, yeah. uh, my tool. I, I, say, I think the indispensable tool will be yeah. environment for me. Absolutely. Is there anything that you're working on currently? Yeah, so I'm working on a reggae project with my producer, Jamel. Um, I'm also working on another EP with my bro, Tim. Shout out to Tim. Shout out to Jamel. Um, and yeah, we're working on some stuff. I'm trying not to force things. Uh, life is short, so there is a sense of urgency. And yeah. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but we just we just making what we love to do. Yeah. And I just want to help people at the end of the day. I want to I want to be as genuine as real as I can in my music and offer my gift through that and through my life. You know, music Absolutely. is life. Life is music. So be a good person. Make good music. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. Um, tell people where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Original Creator. Um, you can find my music on Apple Music, all streaming platforms uh, at Arsenio, A-R-C-E-N-I-O. You just find me anywhere. It's my name. I used to go by Arson. I still go by Arson if you want to call yeah. me that. But um, you can find me by my name, Arsenio, A-R-C-N-I-O. And yeah, I hope y'all doing good out there. Yeah, thank you so much for speaking no with us. This it was, was a great. Nice meeting you. Thank you. Meeting you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Right, welcome back. So we are here with Cornelius, aka Manifest. Wait, what? Oh yeah, really talking to the mic. Um, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Um, so just tell people where you're from and what you do. Um, from Brooklyn, New York. Um, raised in Panama. Um, I'm a drummer. Uh, international drummer, percussionist, mm -hmm. teacher, uh, DJ, um, motivator, and also your best friend. Just everything. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little bit, bit of everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. You said you're from Panama? Mm -hmm. uh, you speak Spanish? Yep. Yeah? Yep. It's Spanish. Oh, you are... Hold on, sorry. You're an artist, you said? Yeah, but you said, yeah, I'm a, yeah, yeah, definitely you're definitely an artist. artist. But like a music, like do you sing, do you rap also? No, just, really just drum, produce, oh, drums. Okay. Um, yeah, just really, really right. drum. How does being from Panama affect your your creative process or your music? Oh, 100 percent. Like it got me playing drums. Um, being raised in Panama, there was this this high school over there. Yeah. Um, I was I was raised across the street from it. Oh they wow. They rehearse all the time. Yeah. And um, I would listen to them, and mm -hmm. it just motivated me to to do bring it over here and do it. Mm -hmm. And since then, it just went into my own style. Yeah. Just, Went from playing for artists, mm -hmm. and now I'm just playing for myself. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'm, this whole event is about sound, right? And so I've asked a few people, but no one has really given me the answer, okay, that I'm looking for. Do you use other things to make sounds other than actual instruments? Like, I'm talking about cups, spoons, pots, pans. Like, is there anything else that you use? I mean, when I'm busking, uh, when that's when I'm playing outside in the subway for money mm. or in the subway. Yeah. I try to use, like, the train or, like, the... Or like people clapping, or like okay. you know what I mean, or like um, I try, I try my best, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. when I'm producing, not too much. That's no. I, I should though. I, I feel mean, like that's fire. Yeah, like fire. you could be like, oh, I made that beat from like somebody said, oh yeah, like I could do that and say I made a beat from like two spoons banging together. Facts, like, that's facts, fire. Facts, yeah. Facts, facts, facts. Um. So when you're producing music, but I can, but I can, I can make sound out of music out of anything. Out of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What well, is there a certain sound that you gravitate towards to when it comes to like making music? A certain sound. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Um, I, it just has to be feel good. You know what I mean, okay. I, it just has to be simple. Um, simple enough that it's not complex. Yeah. That um, everybody can get and um, and fun. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. What kind of genre of music do you like listening to? 
that I like to listen to. Yeah. I'm more of a jazz, uh, really? Afrobeat, yeah. Afrobeat. Afrobeat, jazz, um, like, um, I could do some house. Which one? I could do house. Oh, house music. You know what I mean? Okay. But I do like to get a little ratchet. Like, I need, <laughs> I need trap in my life. I yeah. like some trap, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Some little baby, you know what I yes, mean? Some young boy, a little bit of that. Some playboy party. You absolutely. Know what I, mean? little, uh, I was not expecting jazz. Why jazz? Because uh, I went to Juilliard. Um, I also grew up in a extensive back, musical background. Um, so, like, um, my guy, J Bo. And just being around tap dancers like my boy over here. Um, oh, nice. Boy, J-Bo. Uh, Hi. <laughs> J-Bo and, um, I just, I'm always around a variety of artists. You yeah. Know? So, but jazz puts me in a place of calm, peace of mind. Yeah. Um, it opens my mind to different uh, time with music. Right, right, right. And being I'm a drummer, um, it's not complex for me. Like, And it's not boring. It's more of a... I feel like jazz is kind of busy. Like, there's always something going on. Even if it's mellow, there's, like, multiple instruments at once. Yeah, yeah. Facts. It's always It's always a story. It's just like a, it's like a picture that says a thousand words. Yeah. I mean, you don't need, you don't need lyrics. You just yeah. gotta... Mm-hmm. It is what is your interpretation of what you make it, and that's what jazz is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How important do you feel um, sound is in affecting your mood? Oh, 100%. Like... I'm the kind of person that I don't like to talk when I wake up. Same. In the first 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if it's a nice day outside and I don't like, you know, you know, you really don't like to talk when you wake up. And you, imagine you're getting a brand new car. Yeah. You want that first song to be popping. You right. feel me? So the sound is super important when you wake up. You know what I mean? So that first song of the day tells everything about how you're going to do it. That's why it's. Sometimes I just like to just put on motivation music, even though I'm not even that time of frame. Yeah. I mean, just just because, you know what I mean? It puts you in a different atmosphere yeah. and how you can start your day. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Sometimes it's not good to start your music with them bubbles. Sometimes not music, it's good to start with your music with some trap, you know what I mean? Because they need to put you in a certain mindset of just like, oh, we have to get it. But in reality, you just got to be calm and everything's going to come to you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? yeah. That's why I like jazz. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there um, something that you're working on right now, like a creative project that oh, you're working, working on right on now? A lot of things. Oh, um, so I'm at Apollo. Uh, oh, nice. First, I want to just say that. I'm at Apollo July 5th. Um, I'm battling for $20,000. Yep. Wait, uh, wait, 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 yep, hold on. Yep. Freeze, put a pen. Yep. Um, how do you how do you learn about like being part of the Apollo process? So when like, I, so I was busking. Uh, busking is when you play outside for money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like 11:30 at night. It was a Saturday. It was tired. It was rainy. Um, and I was about to finish like around like 12:31. Yeah. And then some random girl came up to me and was just like, "Yo, um." Can I please take over? Because I really want to practice for my audition tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I looked at her and I was like, yo, it's like 1130 at night. And you want to come take over with the, the Lansing train station? Like, and you asking me, and no, no offense, like everybody knows I'm always there. So it's like, damn, you got some guts. You know what I mean? And it must be really important that yeah. it's 1130 at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're by yourself. For me. Um, no offense to a woman, but she's by because no, woman yeah. can take care of herself. In but, New York, yeah, like, you know come what I mean. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let me give her the spot. Me giving her the spot, and I was just, me, I was leaving. I was just like, out of curiosity, what are you auditioning for? She's like, oh, the Apollo, and then I was like, oh, when is it? She's like, oh, at six in the morning. I was like, damn, it's raining. It's that early in the morning. It was that, yeah. I was like six in the morning. And I was like, that's crazy. It's eleven thirty right now. Okay, I see you at Apollo. I did the audition, and we both made it. Stop. 
We both made it. We both made it. We both made it. That's crazy. Both of us. What was your thought process like? What was going through your mind? Like, paint the picture. What's it called? I have a I have a daughter named Kaden. She's one years old. Yeah. Um, I really want to just change my life. I really I know that. What I do is changing lives, um, and it's for me. I know that it's a light that I've called. I've been on this earth for so long. I've been walking through the darkness of like so many doors. You feel me? And yeah. this saved my life for me. Yeah. So I know this is what I'm meant to do. Um, and I, I've done. I'm great at other things for me, but. Um, so when I went there, just had the determination of, and lady, I went since I've been a father. Um, I just had the determination of, you can't take no for an answer. Absolutely. And every time, every day I leave my house, even on a regular day, um, I have to come back with something. If I come back with nothing, I feel like a shit ass father. Sorry to curse. No, I feel like I feel like a, I feel useless. Like yeah. I didn't provide for me. So. Um, just with that intention of just going out there, knowing that it's twenty thousand, knowing that if I if I if I win this, me me playing outside in the subways every day for a living because that's how right I make there. my money. Now people's not gonna look at me like, oh, that's that bum playing in the subway, not outside. Yeah. Now people's gonna be like, oh, bro, he's at he won the Apollo. He's from New York. He's putting on for the drum culture. He's teaching his kids. Kids are looking up to him. You know what I mean? Now it's all starting to make sense. So um, it's more of a determination to prove myself wrong. Not too much nobody else. Right. But um, but also to be an inspiration and also bring that bag home. That's going to change my life. I have so many plans and I just need the money, the jumpstart to live without busking mm-hmm, and um, yeah. start my businesses that I want to start and um, give a life to my daughter that yeah. I never had. Yeah. What's your preparation process for that too? Like what's your, how are you oh, preparing sleep, for this? Sleep, working out. Yeah. Um, uh, what's it called? Being a being man of your word. Yeah. Um, and also just um, just letting things flow how it's supposed to flow. Yeah. Just not, not pressuring things. Yeah. Um, and uh, also sacrificing more. Now I said I feel like with the economy, uh, less is more. Uh, and what's it called? Uh, minimizing your expenses. Absolutely. Uh, with that, not only minimizing your expenses, minimizing the things around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's not to say doing you a benefit. Yeah. Um, but also not being scared to up the goal. Um, no money's manifest, you know what I mean? So you yeah. always gotta manifest and up that goal um, Absolutely. and not be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Just because you just because you got a hundred hundred an hour paying job doesn't mean there's not a hundred fifty hundred fifty hour paying job out there. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So and why that, settle? Why settle? Why for settle, me? yeah. And um and understanding that family is important. Um and you can't do nothing without that. Um, yeah. I can't do nothing without my family. You know what I mean, absolutely. You know, you be the breadwinner all you want, but mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you know. When what is mean? the Apollo thing? When is uh, it? It's July fifth. Oh, so you got time? Yeah, yeah. But um, it's, got a, time. it's it's Apollo. I make these drums. I make these drums. Um, I'm launching the business. Um, soon nice. this summer. Uh, really nice. Yeah, man. Um, 
Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of couple things. I'm stepping into mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now it's just the drumming, and um, I, I play for various artists right now. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Tyler. Shout out to Kevin Gates. Uh, oh shit! Really nice. Uh, facts, facts. Uh, yeah, man, just taking it day by day. How is it working with these artists that are like huge? Like, um, how is it's that? Another day. It's another day. It's another day in the office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be freaking out. Like, oh my god. Nah. Um, after a while, um, you you start to realize like when you get into those situations, you realize how blessed you are. Yeah. Um, and then you realize that it's meant for you, right. and it, especially when you didn't force it. And um, especially when you, you didn't, didn't force it. it. For me, like it's just you didn't you didn't talk shit. You didn't it was put nobody down. It came to you. you know what I mean, so even if you even if you two minutes late, it's not they're not on your back. You know what I mean? Because I mean nothing you should be late but yeah um it's because it's meant for you you know what i mean but um it's pressure but it's good pressure you know what i mean because when i when it's time for me to put it out it's just like yo i did that yeah and then it's also that mind frame of like yo my daughter's gonna see this years yeah. from now and be like yo my dad's popping and absolutely that's, that's pretty lit you know what i mean um but it's always it's always that that scared pressure like oh you might mess up um, but I think what you said is so important about the fact that you didn't force it because it's like for me I know that that means it was meant for me and it's like once I know that it's meant for me I kind of move with a little bit more confidence yep. in it so mm-hmm. it's like yeah you're gonna be nervous but I think those nerves just kind of like push you to like put your best foot forward yeah, you know facts. what I mean yeah facts um, so that's what's up that's amazing yeah, you let it flow and let it yeah. be and then take it how, it's, how it is and then, you know what I mean and then utilize be observant I'm a, I'm super I'm a cancer so I'm super me observant. Too. Oh, cancer, cancer gang. Buddy. He's a cancer like Gang, me. we are sick. We are sick. Come on. It's almost cancer season two. Don't play. Don't play. Come on. Don't play. I love that. Big cancer shit. Thanks. Fuck out of here. I needed that. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Facts. I don't even know what we're talking man. about right now. Um, other than the Apollo thing, other than working for these artists, is there anything else you're working on? And I know you have the drum um, company trading, you're trying to do. I'm, okay. teaching, I'm teaching at this high school, work with the uh, uh, BU. Are you teaching Nets. how to, like, drumming? Yeah, the okay. Nets. Um, um, I'm doing my, my own thing. What's it called? It's a lot of things I, I'm doing that I can't talk about right now that's yeah, in the yeah. works. But no, um, it's really just mainly just drumming, um, putting these shows together. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys just got to see, man. This. Uh, oh, yeah, I have some campaigns coming out. I have new commercials coming too. Uh, oh, nice. In, in the next month or two. Um, you guys going to see that. Um, I'm excited to show. Um, a little documentary I'm working on. Oh my God, you're doing I a mean, lot. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a lot. You yeah. guys just gotta see, man. Yeah. Um, before we wrap, can you like play a little something on the drums, like Word. something short? Word. Nothing oh, too are crazy. You, oh, by chance, you gonna? Are you? Uh, I'm also gonna be playing later on too. Oh yeah, but, um, I don't know if we're gonna. Are you gonna be recording stuff later? Yeah, we don't. Yeah, I'll, I'll play a little something. Yeah, but, play um, a little something for my viewers. What's it called? Um, yeah, like you do that. Yeah, yeah, I'll hold this. Huh? Oh. Oh, so am I ruining it for you? No, no, no. Yeah, it's not simple. Oh, that's fine. Whatever. Here.
my God. He said something simple, bro. That was crazy. That was fucking amazing. He said something simple. I'm like, I'm dizzy right now. Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Amazing. Um, Thank you so much for talking with me. This was great. Let people know where they can find you. Thank you. Um, Find me online at omgcornelio.net um all social media is at omgcornelio like oh my gosh c-o-r-n-e-l-i-o um also at manifest i make these clothes too i mean oh yeah show the clothes clothes. that's the logo Mm -hmm. you guys gonna see that online hopefully you might see a sneaker (laughs) just saying um Anybody who makes sneakers, hit me up. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, that'd be cool. I'm the new jump man. You know what I mean? You gotta, just got to gotta, gotta, gotta believe in it. Um, but everything at OMG Cornelio. And um, yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah, nice meeting you. Yeah, Thank me you. Too. Okay, so we are back with KG, right? Yeah, yeah K- KG. KG the boy. Yeah, yeah, so where are you from and what do you do? Uh, so I'm from a country called Botswana in Southern Africa. Nice. Yeah. Oh my so God. I, I rap, you mm-hmm. feel me? I make music. Uh, I've been making music for six years seriously oh, wow. yeah it's a long time how old are you i'm 20 you're 20 yeah and you've been making music for six years yeah holy shit how were you making music like before like how were you doing it well actually like the first time i ever made a song was like 11 years ago because oh, wow. i had an older cousin who like made music okay and that's kind of like what sparked my interest but then like uh in like high school i met people that like made music and mm-hmm. that's when i got back into it like for oh, real wow. and like we used to make music together and yeah. Yeah. What kind of music do you make, or what are you like into? Um, More hip hop, yeah. R and B, or hip- I was gonna say Afro beats. Nah, I, I make hip hop music. Yeah, I mean, hip hop music. I, I just don't like putting a title to the genre because okay, I, I feel, feel like I can do everything. You feel everything. Me? Yeah. And you know what? Music has changed so much that it's kind of hard to even like differentiate a sound because exactly. everybody's incorporating everything. Exactly. Just to, um, because you said you're from from what part of Africa again? Southern Africa. Southern Africa. Yeah. I guess, so can you just give me like I'm. I'm not good with geography and I've never been to Africa. So, like, all I know is based on, like, Wizkid and Malik Berry. Like, they're from Lagos, yeah. right? Is that near where you are or is that uh, completely, like... Nah, <laughs> it, it's not too far, but it's, it's not right there. Okay. Uh, you know South Africa? No. South Africa. South Africa, okay, yeah. yes. So, my, my country's, like, right next to South Africa. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Botswana. okay. Yeah. yeah. What's, the, what's the difference that you've noticed the most, like, coming from Africa to now being in New York? Like, what do you feel like is a big culture shock? Um, I, I don't know. I, I just think uh, the people, like, I, I think the way people are just in general, like, it's not really something I can explain, but mm-hmm. it's like something like if you see both sides of the spectrum, yeah. like, you can kind of get it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, I want to know. Because like, <laughs> I never been to Africa. I'm dying to go to Africa, though. Yeah. So, like, what do you mean, like, the people? Like, is it the way we, obviously the way we talk, but is it our customs? Is it the way we carry our ourselves our traditions i think yeah people like back home uh, a lot more traditional and yeah. like i don't know if i should say like 
not respectful, but like, uh, like I can't, I can't even explain it. <laughs> like you have to see both sides of the spectrum to right, get it. To but get like, it. Right. Yeah, there, there is differences, but like there's a lot of similarities too. Like you, you guys think we, we don't see a lot of shit that y'all see here, like on the internet. But like we yeah. have the same internet, we see everything y'all see, and yeah. Yeah, I think we have like a really um, like a weird misconception of Africa just based on what the media puts out there. Right. And so a lot of people think, oh, it's just a third world country. There's a lot of poverty or there's a lot of like they're not educated. And it's like, no, like I watch shows on Netflix of like the actors and actresses in South Africa. It's based in South Africa. They're thriving better than we are here. Like we are struggling <laughs> over here. Yeah. yeah. But what do you like more? What do you like? What's the environment you enjoy more? Um, there's certain things I like about both. Both. Okay. You know tell me like, some stuff. Yeah, like uh, home is like home is always going to be home. So I'm always going to have home. But like I, I really love being out here. You yeah. Feel me? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um. So this event is about sounds, right? What yeah. kind of sounds are you influenced by for your music? Or what do you like um, to bring into your music? I'm I'm a person like I listen to all types of music because yeah. I, I feel like you can gain inspiration from everything. So like certain music I, I won't even I listen to just because of the beats right. certain shit I listen to because of the lyrics certain things I listen to just because they touch a different frequency like in my head you know yeah. what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I, I listen to all sorts of different things I get my inspiration from everywhere mm-hmm. when you're in an, uh, I, I want to talk a lot about emo- I'm really big on emotions uh-huh. so like when you're feeling down what kind of music do you gravitate towards to kind of boost your mood back up uh, if I'm feeling down, I'm probably play something hype. I don't know to get oh, me really? hype. Yeah. Oh, so you don't do because like some people like if they're sad, they want to listen to sad stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so you're the opposite. I'm the opposite. Yeah. Okay. When, I do like the, I do have my times where you know I need to listen to that type of stuff, but yeah. in most cases, it's like uh, I'll just I'll be the opposite. I want to listen yeah. to something to get me in a more. I like up energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you feel like is the people? What do you What do you think is something that you want people to know about? I guess music, creating music, listening to music, whatever it is. Like, what do you feel like people overlook when it comes to that process? Uh, not overlook, but I think something or something I've struggled with myself is mm-hmm. like trying to perfect everything. You know, perfection. Oh, yes. like, yeah. So I, I always want like a finished piece. I always want to take time with everything but like sometimes it's about like coming at approaching something like with ease you know what i'm saying right. like not, not trying to think too much about it just letting it flow naturally yeah. yeah i feel like even with it like i know podcasting is different but like even this if i overthink the questions if i overthink how the conversation should be it's like wow it's like you'll just go with the flow exactly. <laughs> just vibe. exactly yeah absolutely um is there anybody that you would want to collaborate dead or alive like if you could choose anybody who would you want to collaborate with anybody yeah uh, I think I'll say Travis Scott Travis Scott yeah what is it about him that you like uh, I don't know but like when I first got into music like yeah. uh, got serious about music like I gravitated towards like his sound yeah. and like the type of beats he was using so like I, I always wanted to work with him. He was an artist that I always wanted to work with because mm-hmm. I felt like sonically he was like on another level. Yeah, absolutely. I love Travis Scott. Um, okay. Is there... Oh, wait, hold on. What's the biggest challenge that you feel like you face as a creative? The biggest challenge? Uh, 
like I was saying earlier on, trying to perfect everything. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's something I'm still trying to work on, even now, like not trying to perfect everything, not trying to approach something with an idea already. Like yeah. come at it with an open mind and mm-hmm. not have uh, an outcome, an expected mm-hmm. outcome. You know what I'm saying? You know, too, what I've noticed about some people, too, like they care about like their music or their art reaching everybody yeah. and if it doesn't happen right away they get frustrated does that ever happen to you uh it did yeah, yeah? at some point like it happened to me i guess also when when you think of yourself like when you see the art you make sometimes you expect more of it yes. you know what i'm saying so like there was a point in time where i heard certain certain numbers and like I felt like I needed more than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you put, you know, the behind the scenes, so you know how much work you're putting into it. How much time exactly? Yeah. So there was a point where I did do that, and I I had to step back. Like I stepped back and said, maybe I need to work on my art and like try yeah. to perfect my sound and. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you push through that? Like, how do you get to a point where it's like, you know what? It's okay if it's not reaching everybody, or it's like numbers don't matter. Like, what do you say to yourself, or what do you do to kind of push through that? I don't know. I think it boils down to like how bad you want it. You mm. know what I'm saying? So like for me, it was always a thing of like this is what I want, so I'm gonna have to deal with it. Yeah. I, like end of the day, if if, if I want to chase this and music is what I want to do, I have to be ready for what's gonna come with it. And Absolutely. sometimes that it's you know uh, not not uh, getting the numbers I want, not getting not reaching the people I want to reach yeah. at the time. But yeah. I know everything is it's a matter of time. Mm-hmm. With um Sam, we were talking and she was saying that a lot of people get discouraged because they don't have a strong like why. Like their reason why they're doing something isn't strong enough. True. What is your why? Like why do you create music? Uh music has just it, I've been able to express myself through music in yeah. ways that I haven't in other ways. And coming from where I'm from, you know, it's, it's not many people that have done this and that have, you know, taken music to another level. So I want to be like, from my country, I don't know anybody who, who's done anything big, you know, on yeah. a global scale. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it was always like, I, I need to be someone at least that some people can look up to. Right. From your country. Because Africa my, has a lot of different... Exactly. exactly. And there's a lot of people in Africa doing big things. Yeah, of course. In you got Burna Boy, you got Wiz Malik Berry. I know they're all doing... Exactly. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was always a thing of this This is what I love doing the most. Right. And I need to show people what I can do. Mm-hmm. And that... I want to show other people that they can do it too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I think too, just to, um, what I've learned from people too, there's like a misconception with Africa when it comes to music that you guys only make one type of music. So it's only Afrobeats. And it's like, no, there's R&B artists from Africa. There's rappers from Africa. Like they're doing, it's, it's everything. The same way we have everything. True. Yeah. And, and you go to some places and there's people who make no Afrobeat music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what's up. What are you working on currently right now? Uh, so currently uh, I'm working on a mixtape I dropped a mixtape like last year August so mm-hmm. right now I'm working on another mixtape oh, before nice. I drop my album uh, and my mixtape is probably going to drop sometime this summer oh, either wow. next month or June that's exciting are you excited yeah, yeah. Hella, hella. that's lit that's amazing um, so let people know where they can find you uh, y'all can find me everywhere K-A-Y-G-E-E The Boy T-H-E-B-O-I um, yeah, yeah. So, so thank you for talking with me. This is nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. <laughs> nice meeting you.
Okay, we're back with another interview, and I am with what's your name? Jabo. Say it again. Jabo. Jabo. Yeah. Um, what are you doing? Where are you from? I am a, uh, a multi-discipline artist. Um, I love that. Tonight I'm going to be tap dancing. That's like the the bread and butter of my uh, artistry, I guess. So mm-hmm. tap dance, uh, and I'm from Chicago. Nice. I'm from uh, Chi Town. You know oh my god. About? What part? <laughs> Westside. Westside. Yeah, Westside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when did you move to New York? Uh, I've been out here about three years now, going on three years. How do you like it? Yeah. Um, it's, it's dope. It's dope, yeah. actually. Yeah. I it's mean, similar to Chicago, but like, but like more of everything. You know what okay. I mean? So, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, I remember I met somebody from Chicago, and he was making fun of how New Yorkers speak. <laughs> do you feel like we speak weird <laughs> or no, different? No, you know what? Uh, I'm, people tell me I speak differently because I'm from Chicago, so like... I feel the same way. Yeah, no shade. People, no, no, no. <laughs> a lot of people tell me I have like a southern accent or yeah. something like that, but I don't know. I grew up around a lot of people from the East Coast, so I'm okay. already like adjusted to the East right, Coast accent right. anyway, so yeah. I mean, is it's there, nothing uh, to me. <laughs> is there a New York word, like a slang term that when you heard it, you were like, what are they talking about? Like, what is this? <laughs> uh, man, I guess the most recent thing is, is, is glizzy. Glizzy you know is crazy, I mean? even for me. Yeah, I was like, yo, what the fuck is a glizzy right now? Crazy. So, and, I, and it's a hot dog, right? It's a right? hot dog, yeah, yeah, I thought it was some code for some other <laughs> shit. I'm like, what fuck is a glizzy? Okay, yeah. but yeah, so um, that's, a, that's a new one for me. I remember someone, the guy I met from Chicago, he told me that we say brick when it's cold. So like, yo, it's oh, mad word. brick. And he was like, what the hell is brick? <laughs> and why is everything mad in front of it? Like, <laughs> right, mad right. big, mad brick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's funny. I haven't heard, that's actually a new one you for me. You never heard brick? Yeah, I haven't heard that one. Oh, do you nah. think it sounds weird? It kind of sounds weird. <laughs> if I heard it off the top, I'd be like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yo, it's brick outside. Yeah, like, it's cold. Yeah. Mad, I don't know why brick. Mad, I'm used to that. I'm from a, co- a dance company called Mad Rhythms. Okay. So I'm used to that. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, used yeah. to that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so tap dancing. Yeah. How do you get into tap dancing? Because for me, when I think of tap dancing, I think of black and white movies back in the day. Yeah. People with the suits and ties the and doing the joint. dances. Yeah, yeah. How did you get into that? Uh, my older brother, cousins, pretty much all the older generation above me yeah. tap danced when I was growing up. Okay. And just like on some like neighborhood community center type of stuff you okay. get into. Uh, so I grew up around it, you know what I mean? So like sometime I was like six, five, six on up. You know, I was at all their performances and all their shows and classes. So I kind of just, it was like a way of life to me, you know? Wow. So I just, yeah, I was in it since I was a shorty. When you tell people you tap dance, what's usually the reaction? <laughs> they First off, they usually do some dumb shit. Like, oh, yeah, tap dance. <laughs> and then they do a little a little two-step, a little, you know, a shuck and jive. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and I was like, right, I get it. I fuck with it. You know, that's, that's your connotation of tap dance. Yeah. But usually it's either like, I didn't know people still tap dance. Right. Or I didn't know black people tap dance or mm. something to that degree. Like, oh, I didn't expect you to be a tap dancer. Right. You know what I mean? I would not think that either. Yeah. 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 Um, and you said, <laughs> do you teach people how to tap dance? I do. Yeah, I teach classes. Where do you teach well. right now? Uh, right now, I actually just started at this spot uh, called Broadway Dance Center. Okay. And that's over in the Midtown. Uh, I'm starting next week at this spot in Brooklyn called Mark Morris. Okay. And then I'm do, I do private lessons and all okay. types of stuff as well. What's yeah. the hardest part about tap dancing? Patience. Really? Having the patience. Because all the steps are, I mean, that's probably with learning any art form, right? Like, yeah. it's easy to learn the basics, but then, like, to master it, though, it, it takes a lot. So, same thing with tap dancing. It takes a lot of effort to like really 
break down everything mentally and then get it to your feet, you know? Yeah, and also, like, keep it fresh and keep it creative. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like, does music influence tap dancing for you at all? Like, Yeah, no, absolutely. In what way? Uh, man, so tap dance, first of all, it's a, like you said, it's a old, like, it goes way back yeah. to the early 1900s, maybe late 1800s. But so it came up with jazz music. So usually when you see people tap, it's usually just some old school, right. you know, like what it came up with. For me, I feel like the dope part about dance is that dance always reflects, or popular dance always reflects the popular music at the time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So right now we got hip hop, we got R&B, we got all these different styles that are like right now, and that's what we mess with now. So I like to like express myself to like what people feel now you know what mm. I mean it's that, that new type of feeling gotcha. um, but you have a lot of people who are more like purists and they like dancing to strictly jazz strictly like old don't school. ruin the art yeah, don't taint yeah, it yeah, with like the new that's, shit that's something else that's not right you know yeah. so I like to like give people some what they pretty much understand and know you right, know they right, right. together yeah, yeah. Yeah. is there a specific genre that you like to tap to um, I'm pretty much all over the place in terms of my genres. Like okay. again, I, I, hip hop, of course, is my go-to of a lot course. of times because everybody fucks with it. Yeah. Uh, but man, I'll do some salsa. I'll do some bachata. I'll really? do some uh, some Latin jazz. I'll do some uh, regular jazz. You know, yeah. all types of stuff. Yeah. Wow, that's freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna mess with some 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 of that tonight, actually. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, what is what is something that you're working on right now when it comes to tap dancing? Like, where do you see it going? What do you want to do with it? Yeah. Well, right now I'm working on developing like a one man show type of thing. Oh. Where I can incorporate, because I also do music, like rap yeah. and sing as well, mm-hmm. and, and I act and all those things. And I want to incorporate all that into like one performance that I can do at like art galleries or museums yeah. and like mm-hmm. more intimate but artistic spaces. You know what I mean? Have you ever thought, oh, intimate? Because I was yeah. going to say, have you ever thought of Broadway? I know that's like big. No, no, yes. But like yes. you said, acting and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So like a tap dance, live musical, that could be fire yeah, you no. add hip hop elements into that yo, yo I'm with what? it I'm with it yo all day you know just getting getting the funding for that is the, the main thing you know the what I mean the funding so like, for sure having a producer so like I usually want to try to do it at smaller venues so that yeah. people can like see what it is yeah. and then take it to bigger type of spots you know? yeah, but, yeah 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 how um how often do you meet someone else who tap dances uh, or do pretty, you feel like you've already established yourself in a community? Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's so what the, it is. the tap community itself is fairly decently big. Okay. Uh, it's just not in the mainstream media a lot, so you don't see it. Right. But, like, even for right now, I street perform, like, um, that's how Cornelio, Cornelio that you just interviewed a yeah, few yeah, minutes yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. That's how I met that cat, like, street performing and whatnot. And when I'm out in the public, everybody's, I meet actually a lot of tap dancers who come to really? oh, I get out too. And then they, Stop, uh, you know, for real? They want to do a little something. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. So, it's a, yeah. it's a tight little community, but yeah. It's do you here. um you you have social media? I do. Yeah. You have TikTok. I do have to. I need to post more for my TikTok. I was gonna say. I, I feel TikTok. like you would go crazy on TikTok because yeah, yeah. you know people are into that and it's different. I like know. I've never in all my years of being on social media, I've never seen a TikTok. I mean, a tap dance person on social yeah, media. Yeah. I feel like you start inco- like you could be viral. Yo, I'm with it. Man. You that's, could that's be viral. Motiva- that's inspiration right there to do more because yeah. I've been hitting up Instagram more. But 
people been telling me I need to Instagram do more of the dead, TikToks. Man. I know, I know. But I know. TikTok apparently they're gonna ban it. So like I don't even know. Oh, right. What do we All do? All content, right just put it everywhere. Yeah. You have a YouTube page? I do. I have a YouTube. Okay, All so Insta, then, yeah. TikTok, Instagram. Even on the YouTube, do you offer like lessons on YouTube, like how to do like basic stuff? That's what I'm about to get people into. People will I just get need into a that. Spot, like to record it, you know, so like yeah. for consistency and all that right, stuff. But, right, yeah. right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to like get into. I'll put it match. Yeah, yeah, no, appreciate you know. Do this, do that. Y'all got the podcast going, so I'm sure you know how to utilize the social media for your, mm-hmm. you know, benefit yeah. of everything. Yeah. So, um, what's your what is one thing that you wish more people knew about tap dancing? Uh, one thing I wish people knew about tap dance is the history of it mm. and where it comes from. Because a lot of times, so you have uh, some people who see tap dance and the connotation is, you know, when you used to watch those old black and white movies yeah. and whatnot. But it was done in a way there was a lot of times like cooning or mm-hmm. shucking and jiving waves because that was the time period. Not so yet. like it would be like, yes sir, yes boss. And it would yeah. be like, and so when people see tap dance a lot of times they associate it with that mentality. They're like, yo, it's it's not that. It's something right. that was more so birthed out of struggle like mm-hmm. hip hop was. Something right. that was birthed out of struggle and then we took it and flipped it to something else. But when everybody sees it, it's like, oh, that's some, that's some other shit. That's some right. cool shit or that's mm-hmm. Like, like, nah, man. So that, that's what I would hope that everybody could learn is maybe a little bit of the the real history behind mm-hmm. the art form. Absolutely. Yeah. How do you channel your emotions in tap dancing? So, like, mm. I know some people, when they're, like, really sad, they don't even want to, like, create. So, like, artists won't even draw when they're really sad because the emotions are too deep. Yeah. Does that happen with you or do you feel like you channel it still? Man, that's a good question. To me... Yeah, I guess I channel minds when I dance. I guess I interpret my feelings through the music I'm dancing to at the moment, you know? A lot of people I know, a lot of performers or artists I know can actually only create from a place of, place of pain. Right. Or like, because it's like, yo, I just went through something. Let me put that into a, a dance or right. a song. To me, I don't necessarily do well sitting in like places of a uh, lower vibration. Right. You know what I mean? And, and not that, no judgment for that right. because if you need to be in that place for of a course. moment, that's what's up. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I, I create more or better out of a place where it's like inspiration or a song that I'm feeling in the moment and things mm-hmm. like that. So for me, it's like in the music I'm dancing to yeah. in the moment, you know? Yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, so, yeah, tell people again what you're working on and where they can find you. Uh, yeah, so right now I'm putting together some some beautiful things around the city of New York. Uh, a one-man show. I like how show. your face lights up as you're talking about it. <laughs> he is passionate, yo, people. Yo, I'm going to get hype about this, you yes, know? Yes, uh, I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm putting together that one-man show. Um also some music as well he, the New York Times just wrote an article about me so that should be coming out soon you oh know what I mean amazing. and uh, yeah. what was the saying you said oh yeah where they can find you like if your oh, Instagram well, you handle find me. yeah you can find me on Instagram or TikTok under Jabowen which is my whole name J-A-B-O-W-E-N mm-hmm. underscore um, and yeah I'm on there on TikTok or Instagram and Facebook, all that shit. You all know? that shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look him up. I'm Word. excited to see you dance later. Thank you. Yeah, I'm thank you. Be this seen. was amazing. <laughs> thank you for Word. sitting with us. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Word. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, we're back here, Wallace.